0: want to start with that actually that's stupid now that's i'm just good, enraged <laughs> um, <laughs> it's just dumb and we'll, we'll we'll get into it but i mean it was funny because we were on chat just oh we're oh we're late yeah by like five seconds calm down we're we're here do not worry they
1: want their fix though crew. they want their fix and, and we
0: will provide we've provided 38 Delightfully good episodes that will be injected straight into your veins, and there'll be thirty eight more to come, and thirty eight more afterwards. But yeah, no, it was funny because we were on more than um, thirty
1: eight. I mean, come on.
0: Oh, of course, but I'm I'm just going because we've done thirty. Oh so yeah, because
1: it's thirty eight. So.
0: <laughs> but no, it was funny because we were on. Uh, I think we're both in that Pat Casey's chat. Yeah, and we, someone was asking like, what what coals being made today. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just another day in, in, in the coal mines, I suppose. But uh, like I was telling you before, I think I'm going to just start taking like early 2000s shitlib music that I like and put it into uh based lyrics for now on.
1: Oh yeah.
0: We're going to do, um, you know, we can't give them to you right away. and They do have to be uh, put into be the air. fryer. First. First.
2: Yeah. we got to yeah. cook them
0: first. You know, we have to season them appropriately, but you know, soon, soon Frito, soon. <clears throat> But yes, welcome, everybody, to episode 38 of the Digital Archipelago. Um, We've got plenty of great stuff planned for all of you today. And we are fans of alliteration on this channel. We are alliteration (laughs) appreciators. So the title episode is Jannies, Journos, and Jest. I think we're going to start with Jest first, and then we'll get to Jannies and Journos. Um, Fresh ingredients only. So true. Um, And we have specials planned for Digital Archipelago's numbers 69 and 420. Uh, well, 69 will be on Gio's channel, so you'll have to ask him. Gio, do we have an episode 69 planned?
1: We're going to review the first season of Kink by showcase. Okay, so, <laughs> well,
0: 69 has been planned. Um, 420 will be on my channel because it's an even number. I'm not
1: joking. Can you imagine us doing that?
0: <laughs> like, it's going to be amazing. You'll have to provide me ways to get a hold of that and i guess we will send it, it to you mega okay book. you know what that's fine that's perfectly fine yeah. with me that gives me almost 30 episodes to prepare myself
1: they're only like 23 minutes but they're each one is fascinating um, all
0: right alliteration aficionados if you will yes aficionados appreciators we're, we're all there for it so do we want to start off with what well, we said we're going to start off with jest so do you want to introduce us geo to this wonderful little webcomic
1: Oh god. So
0: cuz I don't I, know this gentleman at all.
1: Apparently he's quite an infamous lib but uh he uh wrote this did this comic and everyone was dunking on it. and I think my dunk got a significant uh traction as well. So pull it up if you can. I sure can. Here we yeah, go. Yeah, there you go. I mean, it's on Twitter. So by the way, before we go uh should we shill? Or Sneed the Super Chats? um. Uh,
0: Sneed them away. There's the wonderful uh, link in the description that is also the pinned comment for today's chat. Entropy is always the great way if you don't want to give the uh, new subcontinental CEO any money. Um, But yes, Gio, let's go ahead and do that. While we have this comic on stream, we have things that you can actually enjoy that aren't so bloody woke. So, Gio, what do you have for us?
1: So he said, "Can't watch movies." I said, uh, "Isn't it, isn't it bad you can't enjoy mass-produced guys?" Uh, no, sorry, <laughs> mass-produced slop. And I said that came out like all. Um, I said mass-produced slop. Like the culture industry hates you. Uh can't watch movies, TV anymore. It's all woke. Can't watch sports anymore. It's all too goddamn. You know what's funny is that I've had to endure this recently because of the, uh, like the jerseys. And the... um But then certain teams are rebelling, though. Certain whole teams are rebelling. They have these, like, Pride Nights, the NHL does, where Toronto had, like, every single logo on the boards. Because, you know, like, they have the digital thing now where, like, the boards change, which I don't know how that's not distracting the players. Um Every single advertisement's the rainbow colours, but not just the rainbow. It's got to be the trans colours and also the black and brown. Which, I mean, if you're, like... A, P- a poc like you're now equated with a, i can never figure that one out like i mean you're equated with them you know <laughs> nowadays it's, i find that hilarious but yeah the toronto maple leafs of course they have to like go out and do this big display um it's funny because calgary flames fans are making fun of them but i mean i still like i mean again if you're like i grew up as a leafs fan it's tradition to me and even though like they've uh had a bumpy road since i was a kid You know, I remember when they beat Ottawa in 2004, the only time they advanced since 2004 in the playoffs, but tonight they're playing Boston. So that's going to be exciting because they're both the two top teams in the conference. But the point being is I still watch the NHL. You know what I mean? Like I still, I mean, I don't watch AEW because like in terms of wrestling, because they like shove in your face, but also like the product itself is like too jokey, comic-y, like, you know getting all jim Cornette here but i mean you could still enjoy things but i think my argument was that um to some of the replies is that you know i mean if something if a series is worth it then you will endure right but if mm-hmm. it's but most culture industry productions that were not worth it but what really set me off was the second tweet the third tweet actually um and it's funny because someone was dunking on them someone reversed this by saying that they instead of like this one woke it's like problematic so you can't enjoy it yeah that one that one um okay
0: give, zoom in
1: let me get let me get my fire take that i was thinking of here let me deconstruct this i don't know if you can understand this but removing yourself from participation in mainstream culture events is incredibly bad for your movement every time you press uh arbitrary puritanical esotericism over mass communication you lose another average voter okay you know how this is so fucking stupid beyond belief because did the left ever sacrifice their puritanical esotericism over mass appeal and populism? Never, never, never happened because the way that, listen, I don't have to break out to juvenile and Burnham to know that the March to the Institutions is largely a product of power that is um, power that manages to capture the very institutions that subsume most people into what they believe and the culture that is disseminated, okay? Did the average person, do you think the average person likes Dylan Mulvaney going around and, you know, parading with Bud Light? No, okay? Bud Light's like piss water anyway, so who cares? I'm not, a, I'm not a beer drinker. Well, apparently, but, like... Know that yeah
0: cretin um got plenty like it's not just bud light apparently no, it was, it's like, dish it's dishwashers leggings nike yeah. and um it was funny because i we were i was in a i'm in a group chat with like aa and a few others and semi was like i can't believe that like dylan mulvaney is like apparently he he bought a dishwasher that the, that person's now a sponsor brand ambassador for And it's just, like, it was, like, funny how they got, like, the loudest F-slur to be the uh, brand ambassador (laughs) for a quiet washing machine or a quiet dishwasher.
1: But you know Uh, what's funny? My take on, I said, did you see my take where I said, like, Dylan Mulvaney will be paraded around by every corporation from here to Kingdom Come that doesn't want the Chuds, vote like, buying their stuff, right? Like, that Dylan Mulvaney becomes, like, this weird San Eater for like the woke world order. Uh, Do you see that take? Like, No, I did not. Well, I mean, the point being is that I feel like the average, um, like the average Normie con that reacts to this, it's an endless cycle that by definition has no end. And it will always continue whether it's Nike, whether it's Bud Light, you know? I mean, it, I know it's funny, like seeing Kid Rock, like shoot a bunch of Bud Light cans, but the reality is, is that every protest has that sort of, um, like, the reaction to transgression, but the reaction to pop transgression is never going to manifest into anything unless it is accompanied by a sort of elite and institutions that are willing to enforce those sort of, like, morality laws. Like, for example, by the time, uh, like, people, like, it's, it's it's so funny, like, maybe it's, maybe it's there's a reason why he's, like, a total, like, trump broke his brain and he's a lib now but you know like d snyder from twisted sister you know like how he went to congress and he's like ironing out his like pocket crumpled speech and it was actually a decent speech and like you know the whole like music label thing with tipper gore against like slayer and they're like reading they're like reading angel of death lyrics from slayer on the uh, white house you know on the congressional floor it's like those things you have to realize that by the time the debates happened over music labels, it was already over because there was already like a significant part of cult- the culture industry and institutions that, you know, it's just a spectacle of we're doing this, the Marilyn Manson concert's going to get kids to like worship Satan. And then so there's going to be like moral majority protests. Like by the time that was all done in the nineties, it was over. You know what I mean? Like that was the way the wind was blowing. And so conservatives have to realize that these protests um, don't really amount to anything. And you could, like, wash Bud Light down the drain or whatever. But, you know, at the end of the day, that's just a symbolic culture war thing. And I don't mean this in the same way because I do believe... I'm not like CampBot, okay? I'm not like Logo, Logo. I do believe culture war matters. But this type of, like, mass appeal culture war does not matter. But this, this thread is, like, totally bonkers to me because that's not... Not only is it not how power works, but to say, like, the typical, like, liberal, um, and I saw the Ann Coulter take recently about the pro-life movement, right? Like, it's the same, oh, you have to watch on your principles to appeal to people. That never works for the left. It only, it only applies to the right wing. It only applies to conservatives. And so that's the little game. And we all know this. I mean, I'm, I know I'm just, like, posting coal right now. But the point being is that, the way the power actually works is so divorced from the way people, the average like normie talks about power that it's just, it's insanity to me. And you're never going to get anywhere by saying that, well, we have to peel the, a-. you know what, you know, what the average voter like really is at the, at the base of it. The average voter is appeal, you know, appealed to by various like stark black and white Machiavellian concerns. They're appealed to by Gibbs, right? Maybe, if, maybe if, I don't know, maybe if, the Republicans in the States can become like the party of nativist uh, closed borders, you know, quasi high Tory, you know, Oh, so back to like populism. nativist yeah.
0: quote unquote, no, nothing. of so the 1920s and earlier.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Canada, we had high Toryism, which is essentially like, economic left wing populism mixed with social conservatism, unironically. But then of course, like this is Unfortunately
0: that's being paraded around yeah. in the skin suit of like quote unquote the old right by the Sorhab Armani's and compact mags oh, of the world. God. So you what the pro so this is the big issue, Did right? Did you see the-,
1: the Martin tweet about like I'm a trans prostitute but then I didn't agree. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I used to do, like, Drag
0: Queen Story Hour for 10-year-olds, and then they got upset because something about black people. Like, this is why the left is intolerable, my latest take for Compact Mag. <laughs> um, and it's a great take.
1: Yeah. A lot it's of people it, I know write for Compact that I, I respect, but, you know, it is, yeah, yeah. This is a great take.
0: But, and, go, but
1: Sorry, I mean, go ahead. And again,
0: this goes back to the issue of, like, well, we, we want, like, and this is the thing I've noticed with the and this is, it's not just so hard. There's this whole like bit of like, right. I don't even want to say right wing, but I mean, there's this bit of like new dealer conservatism that yeah. goes around. And pardon me for being a bit like maybe old, right. Or maybe it's like the knee jerk libertarianism. And I've read too much of those guys, but it's thinking to myself, you realize that what emerged out of that revolution, which it was, because I mean, mm-hmm. you can, and you don't have to read Curtis Yarvin to understand that, There were people in 1930s and 1920s America that were like, wait a second. This guy wasn't, you know, he's not doing any of the things that he campaigned on. And now he's radically altered the country through things like deflation, altering silver trade, et cetera, et cetera. And it's just like, you want to be that guy? You know, like, and what's worse is that I don't even mind being that guy. But I don't want you, you know, that sort of particular camp of people to to be um, in there at all. And it's so it's a it's an absolute bloody mess you know and it's like do we make our yeah right do we make our nationalism socialist or our socialism nationalist right <laughs> like that's that's a pretty good one fishy frenzy i like no, that.
1: but people know this i'm critical of capitalism obviously i mean well, i the same yeah i'm i'm i i think certain marxist critiques are apt not all of them but you know i fe- i feel like a form of like right-wing economic populism is probably going to be the way of the future whether you like it or not now when it comes to things like open borders, when it comes to cultural cohesion in general, I don't think you can have like Scandi style socialism without the quote unquote values that accompany it. And the thing is though, that a lot of like the leftoids, they fetishize um, the, the Scandinavian countries, or at least they'd up until like the 2010s, but they realized how problematic that was because of, you know, the fact that they're, well, maybe homogeneity. <laughs> and they're homogeneity and they're also like, Believe it or not, like, okay, you could say that the excesses of left-oid type of stuff in Scandinavia is true, but they are large, like, they are, they do have, like, I mean, certainly a population of them has, like, weirdo sexual liberation proclivities, but they're actually quite a conservative people, or at least they were up until very recently, uh, a lot of Scandinavian people. They're far, they're far less uh, sexually lustful than us Mediterraneans, put it that way. Uh, but, you know, Bartholomew the Red, my good friend, says of the best high Toryism would be the opposite of the canadian cpc believes at large yes and it, yeah i didn't continue my thought um high Toryism was british style aristocratic conservatism as Bartholomew the red said and that was basically bodied by trudeau senior the stepfather so the <laughs> stepfather um that was basically bodied by trudeau by pierre and it's never coming back and it can't exist in an Americanized uh world, I hate to say it, but maybe it can. Maybe if Canada was willing to ditch its symbolic left wing anti-Americanism for a much more substantial um sense of identity and rootedness that isn't so influenced by America, then uh I, I could see it probably coming back. But then, like George Grant, you know, he wrote a lament. I remember my uh my comparative politics prof, who's actually you could find his interviews. He's a China expert. He talks about China all the time in uh, the Global Mail. He said, you know, well, that's the thing, Gio. It's a lament. It's a lament. You know, you have to realize that it's all over. And George Grant says it's over. I go, it's over? He says, yes, Gio, it's over. And so <laughs> so over. Um,
0: Where were you when George Grant said it's over?
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even born yet. <laughs> you know, so he, he wrote this book. I think he wrote the first draft in the 50s. But um, you know, uh, yeah. Sorry, I'm getting confused by by one comment in the chat. Do I sound like him? Maybe a little bit. I sound a little bit like like him? But maybe, <laughs> I don't um, think
0: so. The well, we
1: both have the same. Me and me and Fuentes both have a very like higher baritone vocal range. That's probably what it is. I'm mm. more of a high baritone, so um red Tories are yeah. So, in so as internet friend says in America in Canada, we call them red Tories, uh, conservative, but gay rights. Well, that's the, basically every conservative is a red Tory nowadays, but I know, mean, we,
0: yeah, let, let's face it. The Republican yeah. party is basically the log cabin Republicans at this point. So
1: I, I was asking American populists, but in Canada, we have the term red Tory, right. Um, but you know, I mean, every, every conservative now, I hate to say it is like a red Tory, but do, does America have an equivalent of a blue dog Democrat that isn't the word rhino? Do you have, like, an official term that's not just rhino? You know, like, in uh, America, you have, like, blue dog Dems, right?
0: Do you mean, like, Republicans that are, what, more socially liberal, or...
1: Yeah, Republicans that are basically should just be Democrats. I mean, that's pretty much a lot of the Republican no, Republicans.
0: No, I mean, we just call them rhinos, rhinos primarily. But, I mean, I use the log cabin Republicans because that's primarily what was the... California based, you know, group that was trying to get, you know, gay rights and more gay representation into the Republican Party. And so
1: Longhouse Cabin Republicans.
0: Yeah. So (laughs) the law. Yeah. The Longhouse. Yeah. The Longhouse Republicans would be a good way to call them. But I mean, Lindsey Graham's a great example. Like, I. And he's not a log cabin Republican, but I just consider him to be just so spiritually homosexual that it might as well be the case.
1: Is he actually gay, though? I, I always ask this. I I, mean... Well,
0: we've we've talked about this on previous episodes because, yeah. like, in the South, you can get like sort of a a effeminate Southern affect. a gentleman,
1: aristocratic
0: gay yes. man. Yeah. But it's not like confirmed bachelor because there are plenty of straight men that have that voice in the South. Yeah, but Lindsey Graham's just a straight up queer, and I don't care what anybody says. Does he um, have a beard? Well, he did, but John McCain died, so, you know... Oh! <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, but does he have... He doesn't have a wife, or anything. I don't is think he so. Here? Does he have a wife? Um, Gio has no gate I have, I have pretty good gaydar. When's he I live in out? Canada. My gaydar yeah. is pretty screwed up, so I can't... Does he have a
0: wife? I don't think he does, or... Did you hear is, what I just said, Prude? No, I, I didn't. No, Lindsey Graham is unmarried. He almost married a flight attendant named Sylvia, who he met while he was living in Germany's uh, when he met in his twenties. So, no, oh. I'm just gonna go with uh, presumed uh, queer. He is a confirmed no, uh, bachelor, straight up.
1: Yeah, no, I said that. Uh, someone said Gio's gator is broken. I said I live in Canada. Of course, my gator is screwed up. <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> yeah, rip. Um, press F in the chat for Canada because they took the. Anti protest, you know, if you're protest against drag queen story hour or whatever, you go to jail.
1: Well, it's proposed, I don't think. I mean, hopefully, it doesn't pass, but you never know, probably will pass. I wouldn't be so shocked if it passed, but it's proposed by, um, of, of course, a Vancouver politician. Oh, of course, next to the drag queens. Um, but, but you know, so
0: yeah, to, to on this tweet, like removing yourself from participation in mainstream cultural. This is the problem, though. Is that? But here's the thing: no one does it, though. You know, unless you're unless you have gone out into a cabin, all of your stuff is on like a hard drive or a VHS backup, and you're watching shit out of a VCR. You're consuming videos every single day. (laughs) Yeah, right. That's the case. And then secondly, there's a whole industry of people reacting to cultural events. There is, you know, there's there's like Doomcock, there's the Critical Drinker, there's the entire EFAP crowd, there's all sorts of stuff out there that is their sole purpose is to react to the culture, to get their money by performative and very real outrage, which engages into it. How and many so quartering
1: that, videos and how many uh, Yeah, how, yeah, other, how many like, people? The
0: quartering, is? you know, the, the, I guess- Even Sargon, like, let's face- we love him, you know, that, that sort of stuff. Yeah. I mean-
1: as much These
0: things you you know. And well, Sargon included, right? I mean, that that whole thing started as a cultural reaction to a piece of mass media and culture being taken over, more or less. And so, yeah, opinions are a very hot commodity. I guess they're they're like hot cross buns; they only really yeah. work when they're hot. Yeah, um,
1: when they get stale, they're not they're not great. You gotta like, yeah. yeah. This is so, why
0: we. This is why I try not to do hot take videos. Yeah. Um, but I, and this is the thing, like, yeah, people are like, well, don't consume. And, and it comes back to the end of the day that we're all speaking past each other. You know, um, continue to reject the consumer BS. It's right for the left. I mean, people don't want to be indoctrinated. And by consuming, I don't want you to have a personality that is solely based upon what you consume. Like, the right will cr- criticize the very thing that the left makes fun of, or the left, like, pr- tries to point out, which is like, Oh, like the the capitalism produces consumer identities, nothing more, nothing less. There's nothing authentic. There's nothing there, which can sometimes sound really reactionary. And yeah. it's really depressing because it's just like the, I feel like at the base of the consumer meme, which really started out with making fun of movie Bob of all people, like this is where we're going to defend. This is the house that you want to, ah. um, to do it. Imagine if you can get the um, G slop audience reaction and convert them to unironic internet racist. I mean, we can try. We can try. No, But
1: subversion was always there. I mean, it it was always like, there was always literature um, of, of various alternative cultures, you know, literally for hundreds of years now. It's just that um, when it becomes at the actual heart of a civilization, it never works out. Good. So I think that's probably the argument. I mean, you know what I mean? Like there's always going to be the seedier parts of town that will entertain um certain, you know, certain clubs of ill repute. You know what I mean? So I feel like there's always going to be that in society, but at the same time, when it becomes ubiquitous, when even like the average normie knows terms like top and bottom and uh and you know, and when the average normie knows about i don't know pansexuality then it's like you know what i mean there's nothing there it's yeah. just like
0: yeah it's well and i mean even go back further right like this isn't a recent phenomenon i, I want people to consider the 1952 film high noon with grace kelly and gary cooper For, you know screenplay yeah, cooper... was written by carl foreman and directed by fred zinneman um And of course, like, Carl Foreman was, you know, he famously had done, you know, and produced films like Bridge on the River Kwai and High Noon. And because he was, and he was blacklisted in Hollywood for a reason. He was a communist. And he had, in fact, hated the fact that High Noon was as successful as it was because people misinterpreted his message. And in fact, it was known by the president of the United States at the time, Eisenhower, as one of his favorite movies. Mm -hmm. And so it's just like, you know... Um, this stuff is like, it goes back as old as time. And I think it's important. Like, I don't think anyone is telling you to disengage, but people should be aware of the fact that there is innate left wing messaging in here that serves as the social programming for socialization.
1: Yeah. It's like someone asked me recently Um, tomorrow. I come out with the Q and a um, another soul of Writing mega show of content minded. And someone asked me about, how the left wing is sort of like a force that's been around for as like as old as time. And I said, Yes, there's always been sort of a quasi-Manichaean force that has had a particular spirit of subversion that was always there. And I have based reading of Brokeback Mountain. Well, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, Brokeback Mountain was like the only on Caribbean rhythms. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> but um no, oh, It's, I, you know, I mean, the, the left wing is like we use these terms right wing and left wing, but there, I think, there are forces as old as time. And I said because, um, belief has at least in part a biological comportment, I think that there's a multiplicity of factors, even on a spiritual level, that goes into why people believe what they believe or why people are, um, attracted to certain things, even like ironically, like watching the show Kink, you could like really go into like how someone's past, someone's childhood, someone's beliefs inherently inform why they're into, I don't know, something like BDSM or something like being, you know, trans or whatever. Like there's obviously something that just explodes in one's mind that leads to certain things. Um, And I think like ideology is also a product of this as well. I think that ideology does have a lot to do with conditioning but also has a lot to do with your natural be it biological or even spiritual disposition in life and uh, i think that that's why these forces are older than time itself even like i mean really i mean you could say the first true leftist was probably desaude in some ways um, you know
0: and it, it, it's yeah. funny because uh no, I shouldn't back. say that
1: Shankara in India actually was probably the first true leftist. But yeah, no. go ahead, Prude, sorry. Oh, no, I
0: mean, this is where Morgoth has a great essay that I'm going to recommend people. And he's done a video on it, but it was talking about like the left and he had a, a reading of Milton where Satan is yeah. the first leftist.
1: <laughs> yeah, oh, it's true. The, yeah, there you go. So there That's you go, right? good, Yeah, it's probably um, a
0: good one. So, I mean, yeah, but the, the comic itself just sort of irks me because this is, he he's... Falling into the whole consumer identity thing. And again, you should also not exist apathatically. Your political identity, your actual, you know, not even just political identity, but who you are as a person should not exist in this realm of via negative, you know, via negativa. This apathetic political identity that I am because I am not X. Um, if you only exist purely in the negative, it's very hard to get people to come on over. Um, and there's that, that's the point that I think he's trying to get with this but it fails miserably because people can enjoy things that are not intrinsically woke um yeah. you know we we will recommend the mystery grove movie list that occasionally pops up from time to time <laughs> um but you know what enjoyment do I get out of life uh great books friends family you know hanging out with other people that have like-minded view like it just we've abstracted ourselves to to have Oh, you know, it's such a sub, you know, surface level binary of like, good thing, woke, bad thing, you know, not woke or whatever. It's just very frustrating. Um, what are you talking about? There is no movie list. There's, uh, oh, oh, if only you knew. But yeah, I mean, there, there
1: is a movie list, but um, it changes from time it, to time. Yeah. He, what well, he keeps deleting the tweets, uh, but no, I, I mean, even like stuff that is like smut or subversive. I mean, God, I'm talking to you about how I'm watching the show and how I went to heroic lengths to get this thing. Um, but no, it's funny because my good friend uh, Marcus, he tweeted about like um, left wing, high openness. Um, what was it? Left wing, high openness, high, high, uh, low disgust, right wing, low openness, high disgust. And then he goes real patrician, esoteric, right wing, high openness, high disgust. And I have both actually. I'm I I'm surprised at uh, I have high openness, but also a high disgust impulse. Uh, I, there's you never met someone like me. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> you know it's true, man. It's I mean I I enjoy on an intellectual level. I enjoy a lot of uh, stuff that the average like trad account on Twitter would be horrified at, but not enjoy, but like I mean find curious or find uh fascinating in some level that i don't necessarily agree with or i think should be promoted in society but i do feel that um there is if it's a it's a sufficiently high brow it is intellectually interesting then maybe if you have a sufficiently grounded spiritual life and a hardened heart then you could probably enjoy it not enjoy it but like enjoy is a bad word but not a bad word, but enjoy is like a complicated word, but you can, um, you can appreciate the exploration of something, but very few people can't do that. I think very few people shouldn't be exposed. Very few people should like, most people should not be exposed to, um, a lot of different media. So for example, like, uh, Fraser asks, uh, theory, cell take on homosexuality. Well, that's a very complicated subject. I feel that, uh, I, I mean, unironically, like there is a part that, uh, in you can get an answer on Twitter. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's very complicated. I mean, I've never, I mean, I can't, again, I I can't understand it. I've never had a desire for, uh, for men. I mean, I'm pretty, I'm pretty hetero. I mean, obviously, uh, I talk about very, very, very heterosexual type of. Uh, I was about
0: to say, have you not seen every other episode of this show? Jews, one of the straightest <laughs> men out there.
1: No, and you know what's funny is that a a rad femme, not the one you're thinking of radfam Austrian painter, although another one another very prominent radfam turf account uh on Twitter said that I was the most heterosexual man in the e right I felt well, I'm like, wow, is that a compliment or is that pretty bad i don't I don't know but um i that is true that is on record, so once a philosopher, twice a pervert. Exactly, 100%. Um, but, no, I I, I think that... Uh, I'm, I'm going on too long here, Prude. Help me out here. Um, did you see the recent Radfem take on Trophy Wives?
0: No, I, I don't follow too many You don't Radfem.
1: follow Radfem, Austrian painter fan? No,
0: nor do I follow Radfem dead name. So, no, I I, I don't. <laughs> I, I avoid a lot of this discourse for a lot of reasons. Plus, I only access Twitter when I'm on my computer. So, yeah, uh, I, I really don't. But um it's funny because you guys are talking about um he- uh, homosexuality so why not go to the don lemon article
1: oh boy oh speaking of which it's so funny you know what's funny last day it was the first time i went to Twitter Space in a long time i went for uh, mr d's tw- twitter space with semi-agog and uh and charlemagne and i actually brought this up and uh I asked Mr. D, I'm like, Mr. D, so why do gay guys, why do they hate women? He goes, why does everyone hate women? And No one likes women. don't like women. (laughs) I'm like, oh boy. But this is like next level psychotic women hatred. Like no, listen, no, like Met Gold could never do this. Okay. That's the level of like no psychotic, like Twitter incel woman hater could ever stoop to this length of a catty gay dude hating women. Um, yeah, no, no yeah. straight man
0: has the misogyny of a of a homosexual man. You will <laughs> never compete.
1: Yeah, look, uh. look at DJ Perverts Guide to Ideology featuring G.M. <laughs> 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 there you go.
0: <laughs> All right, so Don Lemon's misogyny. It's CNN exposed, malicious exposed. text, mocking female co-workers, and diva like behavior. Cool it with the homophobia, diva. Tatiana
1: cool it with the anti-gay remarks
0: <laughs> <laughs> cool it with the homophobic remarks
1: i can't believe they wrote diva like me oh my god uh
0: and 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 uh, in 2023 no less um john
1: lemon really is thank you freak.
0: tatiana siegel you know thank even
1: you. that name tatiana just screams screams Had. european
0: oh yeah oh man i was listening to that oh i felt so bad because i was gay my, my gays have ruined me my gays you've ruined me and it was <laughs> i that movie is unironically oh. a based confessional of two homosexuals who wrote that film telling yeah. you what they do to straight women
1: oh boy so uh, especially fat straight women
0: oh yeah i it, it was bad because i was um I, I went down I went to our community meeting in the small town because I participate in local politics and someone was complaining about like that their daughter hasn't gotten married and she's like nearing thirty. All of her friends are gay men. That was the first I was running through my head this entire time I was having a <laughs> fucking coffee with this woman. <laughs> my gays, you've ruined me. And I'm just like, Yes, people don't understand how Epsler hags are just totally ruined. Um oh, and I was so like you, you should watch the movie, Memphis, though. You no, should watch the movie Pig Hag uh madam and you'll understand why you're not a grandmother
1: uh you know what's funny is that mr d in the space he's like well i guess i've ruined cow i mean she's a fat woman i'm a friend i'm like oh my god oh lord we love cow folks we love cow we love panama hat they're engaged
0: we should probably not be dissing
1: them on air no we're not dissing them no it's not but no mr d was dissing them oh well
0: that that's almost commonplace because he and panama hat are close um, but back in 2008, Don Lemon was co anchoring CN- CNN's live from weekday show with Kyra Phillips, a gig that he had landed after arriving at the network two years prior from local news in Chicago.
1: Oh, that, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, well, he got something Apparently
1: on him. Apparently, he's got a white boyfriend or something. Uh,
0: yes, he does. I think he's, I think there it's his husband, uh, Don Lemon husband.
1: So it's, it's, I said to Mr. D, I'm, so it's kind of like, um, how- Malone. Whoa. And he looks
0: like a. St- look, well, uh, hold- we're going to put the picture up.
1: <laughs> hold on. No, a but it's kind of like how woke by bi- POC women, how they have, like, they only love white, like, dorky white guys. It yeah. happens to gay men as well. Well,
0: it happens to all of them. Yeah. Like, this is, this is, um, he Is he chattish? I mean, he looks way better than Don. Like, you know, you can tell he, in this one. But he one... does look like a war- dorky white guy. Well, sure, but in this instance, you can tell which one was abused as a kid and which one was born that way.
1: Oh! He doesn't look like a gay dude. But then again, you never know, right? they do yeah. Not that there's, like, a set look. I mean... Uh,
0: yes, JD, that's definitely true. I'm not putting that up, though.
1: What a five had. my God. <laughs> oh. Yeah, he's got
0: that, um... What's his name from the NFL? But yeah, he's got that that forehead that just keeps growing. But yeah, we'll we'll go back to it now. I, I feel like we've turned into that Lindy Man tweet, guy who hates woke shit so much. He follows like a blog exclusively about like, troons and stuff <laughs> lindy man follows uh...
1: pink news to get their age bait yeah right <laughs> yeah <laughs> he looks like more
0: like a more manly neil patrick harris i guarantee you that tim malone does not work in theater yeah peyton manning thank you uh fan zang i didn't Peyton manning didn't... Yeah. yeah but anyways um uh, let's see here uh They had to pull Don off the air during a commercial break because of the anchor's um, provocative antics, not unlike his recent declaration that the 51-year-old Nikki Haley isn't a viable presidential candidate because she isn't in her prime. (laughs) <laughs> so he's based. right though he's so right. based he's like you know women are in their prime in their 20s and their are 30 you know not it,
1: for politics though they're in their no prime, but he's, he's like talking about biology
0: yeah you know yeah. he's he's, he's egg pilling the middle-aged you know post-menopausal news anchors he's yeah
1: the news anchors yeah, the news are out and they started freaking out on him like that was he's <laughs> like what do you mean not prime what do you mean like it's oh it's so over it's so over for don for based don lemon who's
0: we say that ironically, but he was egg yeah. Yeah. Um Amid the char- amid the charged atmosphere, sources say Lemon disrespected colleague Nancy Grace oh! on the air and <laughs> saw O'Brien during an editorial God. meeting attended by roughly 30 staffers.
1: Oh, I hate so, those hags, man. <laughs> like, um, they're brutal. Oh, it's
0: brutal. Nancy Grace is the epitome of the longhouse. Every HLN true crime thing that she covers, yeah. she's berating you Why aren't you saving these people? You could have saved her from getting chopped up into six pieces and sent out in the mail. And it's like, at what point in time would I ever, like, live in, like, Gary, Indiana to stop this, like, spree killer? But thank you, Nancy, for putting me back in the longhouse, you frigid, you know...
1: Yeah, you live uh, in Hoboken. So it's like so- it's, I gotta prevent gotta prevent I gotta move to Gary,
0: Indiana. Nancy Grace told me I gotta stop spree killers, honey. You know, just This
1: 19-year-old like- perfect blonde uh trophy um <laughs> like like homecoming queen gets like found in the decomposed after two weeks in the back of a trunk an abandoned car and it's like nancy yep. grace is like how dare you you could have saved her she had her whole oh. life ahead of you
0: <laughs> but his antipathy towards phillips was particularly concerning and had many members of the close-knit atlanta news team on edge while phillips was on assignment in iraq a high-profile gig that lemon coveted he vented his disappointment at being passed over by tearing up pictures and notes on top of an inside of phillips's desk and the news pod they shared oh, according to the two psycho. sources who worked there at the time when she returned from iraq things only got weirder one night while dining with members of the news team she received the first of two threatening text messages from an unknown number on her flip phone that warned now you've crossed the line and you're gonna pay for it <laughs> phillips is visibly rattled and quickly enlisted cnn's higher ups to identify
1: the sender Cop. No heterosexual man would do that. Like if they hated a woman, like oh my god, that's oh that's so psycho.
0: That's like I don't think oh. he's getting. I think they finally have said enough of your shit, fishy frenzy. Because this has been this happened in two thousand eight. Oh. It's twenty twenty three now. You know, Uh I think oh. they finally could only tolerate so much of this petty.
1: A behavior. woman would do that to another woman, but not like well,
0: this a is man. why. You, it's a gay man man like you can't you can't beat this you cannot beat the misogyny and sexism of a like, homosexual.
1: like a psychotic ex-boyfriend like abusive boyfriend they would like they, oh, they would, would have just showed up at the apartment voice. and beat you yeah or they would like call with their own voice and threaten you not like this like pretend with a burner phone text messaging that's psycho. oh my
0: god
1: Oh. Yeah. Oh, continue man. on. <laughs> like it's...
0: Remarkably, the texts were traced back to Lemon, according <laughs> to those same sources. A human resources investigation was launched, and while finding they were never disclosed to the growing pool of staffers who were oh, aware gosh. of the situation, Lemon was abruptly pulled from co-anchor duties with Phillips and was moved to the weekends. It was a demotion by any objective measure and understood to be some kind of disciplinary action. It appears to be the last time he was paired with a female anchor until his most recent assignment on CNN This Morning with Don Lemon, Poppy harlow and caitlin collins phillips who joined abc as a washington-based correspondent in 2018 declined to comment a spokesperson for cnn said don says the alleged incident never occurred and that he was never even or that he was never notified of any investigation cnn cannot corroborate the alleged events from 15 years ago
1: yeah Mm -hmm. back in the day you'd be straight up fired like the the, to put you away from women that would never work nowadays they would i mean this
0: really does show how Incestuous, disgusting, petty, and catty modern day journos are.
1: Yeah. Holy I, shit. Yeah. Oh my god. And no, what? But, what's worse
0: is that if like consider consider this being on all platforms at all times. Twitter, Substack, anchors at CNN. Like everyone just snipes at each other. This was back in two thousand eight.
1: Yeah. It's only gotten worse. Like you know, my theory is that because of Obama, they probably couldn't fire him. <laughs> That's my theory. <laughs>
0: Listen, we well we just got a black guy elected. That white guilt was still pretty high, you yeah. know. I couldn't do
1: it. No, because like 2008 Obama, I think like the shine of it is like a world different than 2012 Obama.
0: Like I that's- don't know, because at the same time, right? Like I not to to reference pop culture, but like one of his last stand up acts, Robin Williams was like weapons of mass distraction or self destruction. Oh yeah. Where he was talking about how like when Obama got elected white guilt dropped faster than the stock market which I I could feel that in the air. It's even with like conservative parents they were just like oh thank god that's over like i don't have to like <laughs>
1: yeah how we were so naively
0: wrong in 2008 but you know um at the no, same No i
1: mean t- like 2012 Obama like the whole hope and change him is wasn't there
0: oh yeah yeah no, that that's true and i mean but 2008 obama the great black hope oh, that campaign you couldn't avoid it man you couldn't touch it i mean i, I remember fire, and to fire a black guy
1: you only knew oh. he was two calls away from getting barack obama's attention oh bro you would have like national news like he would be like outbitted by everybody like he would he would end up on like i don't know NBC or somewhere he'd like totally body cnn ted Turner, i think ted turner was still affiliated with them in 2008 um he would have like he would Oh, he would start seizing. Like, the thing is with Obama, like, I, I remember, like, in Canada, like, the day, I remember the day after he was elected in high school, there was an out-of-uniform day, and, uh, like, there was, like, a few black kids that went to our school, like, more than a few, and, like, they were, like, wearing Obama shirts, Fred like, Turner even Canada.
0: in Canada. In '96,
1: Yeah. Oh, wait, when did he step down from Seattle? Uh, when
0: he sold it back in
1: 1996. Oh, shit, really, eh? Yeah, he I spent know, the I rest thought...
0: of his stuff doing. When did now? That's the next question. Hold on. When did? Yeah. When did Gods and Generals come out?
1: Oh man. 2003.
0: <laughs> Imagine taking your money and leaving CNN to go make one of the more light like, pro Confederate films of all time. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe Ted Turner's not all that bad.
1: Yeah, I mean he is. Uh, like, oh,
0: I mean he's a terrible Adora. philanthropist for. Yeah environmentalism and other stuff but you know it's nice to make a a, a movie does he believe in population reduction i'm sure if you make that much money i think you have to
1: <laughs> yeah no he does. not if, you I mean, yeah, that...
0: if you're a billionaire i think you have to believe in but then again
1: there's a based version of population <laughs> no never mind billions must billions to you. <laughs> these uh, like muttering under my breath as i walk into a supermarket billions
0: billions Billions. gets
1: escorted out by the morbidly obese walmart greeter
0: being like get out of here billions (laughs) yeah Yeah, ted turner's captain planet so yeah he's got to be a a population reductionist
1: no i think he had like you went on record in interviews saying this i remember alex jones used to make a big deal about it but you know but in the wake culpa what's this Twitter me a quote. Cool, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, sorry. Okay. But in the
0: wake of Lemon's February 16th, Haley comments derided as unacceptable and sexist by everyone from CNN share Chris Licht to Haley herself, and even referenced by Oscar winner Michelle Yeoh during her Best Actress acceptance speech. His Whoa. fate at CNN hung. I didn't even watch the Oscars. Um, his fate at CNN hung in the balance, with many colleagues privately calling for his ouster despite the outcry he landed back on his feet after riding the bench for two days posting a twitter mea culpa and what he insisted that he's committed to doing be- do better be
1: do better. better you can do better he's a gay uh, dude he has no obligation to like <laughs> <laughs> come on no- like someone said are gays immune to getting um longhouse the- no what what is uh let me scroll up um does he get away with? Uh, are gays immune to humiliation of the law in the longhouse house? They go well, kinda. They, kinda. I, I whip, Better like, they get off on it. Yeah, gay guys they they don't particularly like shaming by women doesn't work on them. I don't think. Maybe, but like I mean, guessing Don Lemon's case where his job is on the line. But no, it, like deep down inside, Don Lemon probably Has no shame. Yeah, like no shame. Nikki Haley's a bug on his shoe, basically.
0: I mean, Nikki Haley's a bug on everyone's shoe. Yeah,
1: but. You know, I can't hate a woman who is pretty. Uh, well, I don't know. She's uh, all right. Is she would pr- fellas, fellas. Oh no, no, Nikki no! Haley.
0: We we'll, we'll let Billy tweet out a picture of young Nikki Haley. We you gotta family. get him to do that. Yeah, young we Nikki Haley. Go yeah, go post that in the chat. Real. Her quick. daughter is
1: pretty. <laughs> doesn't Nikki Haley have like a, a daughter or something? Who's
0: married to some? I think African gentleman that oh, she met boy. in college. I think that's the price she had to pay for running for the White House.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's like this. <laughs>
0: Uh, And ignoring the matter altogether on his February uh, 22nd on-air return, still the incident has spotlighted Lemons' troubling treatment of women and unprofessional antics dating back nearly two decades. Variety spoke with more than a dozen former and current colleagues who painted a picture of a journalist who flouted rules and cozied up to power, all while displaying open hostility to many female co-workers, each and every time he appeared to charm his way out of facing any meaningful
1: consequences. What what a... a number being a gay black dude can do <laughs> oh boy oh, <laughs> so oh and media that's oh, Fred Zakaria couldn't even get away with this
0: no but uh, he's not gay is he
1: no but i mean like if he was banging interns left and right he probably does bang interns left and right but they all do they all do um mm. yeah
0: All right. well, those who worked with him say that he was uh, a shameless name dropper and left behind (laughs) hints that he socialized with important people, like handwritten notes from Stedman Graham that he had taped on his computer. Some were unnerved by his talk of previous lawsuits, believing it signaled that he was litigious. He frequently let drop that he successfully sued Tower Records, as well as the Chicago PD for racial profiling and didn't need to worry about money thanks to the settlements. Variety can only find find record of <laughs> former, which was settled in 2001 and appears to be sealed. Though a CNN spokesperson, Lemon, says he never sued the Chicago PD. Oh All the while, he began openly dating a fresh out of college staffer with a major age difference in power imbalance. Uh-oh. Lemon was 41 while the staffer was 22.
1: Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We can't, That's not an age difference for gay dudes, though. Oh, I mean that's the. I almost that's, want to say that's the average. That's the average. Yeah, I mean he was the he was the sugar daddy. Uh, he was, yeah, he was. He was the bear. He, he was the. He
0: was, uh, he was the Nambla without all the stigma.
1: You know what's funny is that on Kink in the first season, there's this like, like, fat, um, like bear BDSM master who is also of a certain identity and it's it's like he's actually a very articulate guy um but you know it's like yeah don i mean you know was he basically paying for a younger hotter boyfriend is that what he was doing don lemon why not why not i mean hey i mean it's the pair
0: would drive to work together in lemon's car and began a long-term relationship dating a junior employee was frowned upon at the time Frowned upon at the time. So is it just now the norm, right? Yeah.
1: Okay. Being gay is passe
0: now. It's it's kitsch now.
1: Yeah. It's exactly like being a gay dude is not subversive at all. It's just it's like, and
0: you would see this too in the early aughts when they had Will and Grace because they were arguing over who was their most gay friend or whatever. And I think at a certain point they're like, "Well, I have somebody. She's and then like Will would reply, "Not on her birth certificate, right? You know? Yeah. Um. So this stuff is just it's been around forever." It's been around forever. And I say that, like, that show is ancient, but it is, like... <laughs> I can't put that up, Excesses of Liberty, but that's hilarious.
1: Even, like, being, like, a leather man isn't like that. Like, it's in pop culture, like, sitcoms. Well, we,
0: we've desacralized and... De- well, we've desacralized art, and then by extension, we've taken the... We've made transgression so performative that it's, like... Oh, you know, you're uh, you're you're wearing leather and praising Satan at the Oscars or the Golden Globes or whatever. Like I'm not surprised.
1: You're whipping each other. Like, yeah. Oh, that's, you're you're yeah.
0: self-flagellating and you're not making fun of the Catholic Church. I'm you know, like, I'm not surprised.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's just it's it's fascinating when you when you go into it, but
0: he's a misogynist, anyways. but notice it's only women complaining. Yeah, I noticed that. <laughs> I wonder <laughs> it's like I wonder if there's any male cohorts that would know because they'd be that's the women can complain for open misogyny, but like if the men were like, Well, he's hitting on me and I'm straight or whatever, like they'd yeah, be you problematic that. territory.
1: No, but that's why like gay dudes have always hovered around the right wing because we got you know, it's sort of like they can say things that we're afraid to say about women. Oh, we, oh yeah, the, gay, the, yeah. We, we
0: accept the misogyny of them, so they're like, Ah, come on over, right. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean that's what I mean, but that's always a dangerous gamble. It's like my based, my based, you know. Well, I, just, I just think about that
0: bit from Murdoch. Murdoch, I'm talking about Milo Yiannopoulos, but he's our based, you know, homosexual racist, <laughs> degenerate. How does one become a phobic? I would like to try it. Well, are you afraid of anything? Because if not, you can just be a bigot. Yeah, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, you know. Uh, it's not that I don't
1: like. I've known a few, you know. I, I've been friends with a few gay dudes in my life, you know. It's not. I don't know. It's maybe I sh- I don't know. Maybe I'm just gonna act like the more I talk about this stuff, the more I become a libtard as we like go on. So, you uh, know. one of my best friends was a gay dude. Yeah, one of my best friends was gay. She's actually know? best friends with a lesbian back in the day. Um, who ended up be- She's in the Peace Corps. She was in the Peace Corps. She's retired now. She actually went to Bosnia and uh my mother is like clipping that ZOP. Thank you, Patrick. <laughs> Greatly appreciated. <laughs> oh man. But um, no, it's funny because like uh my mother's friend, she She's like, whenever she comes by again, like, don't don't start talking about the Bosnian War. I go, I go, okay, I I understand. I'm I wouldn't, I don't want a red pillar about how based and red pill the Serbians were. <laughs> oh, oh, um, right. yeah, but you know, no, listen, not condoning, not condoning whatever they did, okay, not condoning what the Serbians did. I'm just saying the narrative of the war as told by the State Department is probably not. Correct. That's my controversial opinion. But I don't know what do you think of the Bosnian war prude? I do not have a well enough informed opinion to give you a take. Okay. You, so, you weren't alive back then.
0: I was born in nineteen ninety-five, so oh yeah, you don't... were alive
1: back then. You were alive during Sarajevo.
0: Oh yeah, right? <laughs> With living memory and ability to form a you know a political opinion based upon the events of the war.
1: Just just like my virtue of being born in 95. Oh, yeah.
0: I'm going to know it all about it. Although I should ask my dad. He was over there.
1: Yeah, he. I was going to say your old man was probably over there.
0: Well, I know he went there after the war to help like, clear out Were fucking landmines and shit.
1: Yeah. But wait, he was a Navy officer,
0: right? He was an Army officer. Oh, okay. Sorry. But he wasn't I, even an officer either.
1: Oh. Is uh, he an officer? No. What, what's I'm not saying he's... anymore. Okay, sorry.
0: I <laughs> i don't need people going after my family i have people already accuse me of being a fed as it is despite the fact that that's people accuse you of of being a fed yeah i've mentioned because i've mentioned i'm an army brat people are like fucking fed yeah Um, as soon
1: as you mention anything with military you uh, think you're an intelligence officer or something uh you work for the office of naval intelligence that's always the go-to, eh? Like that's the conspiracy. Like uh I, you know, if uh, I would on. love to work
0: for the Office of Naval Intelligence if like I lived in a Halo-like universe, but not and not in this one.
1: Oh boy.
0: <laughs> not in this one. Um, but yeah. So let's see here. Um that was the beginning of th- when you knew Don was a kind con- was kind of volatile and didn't say good things about women. Kind like, of volatile. <laughs> kind of volatile. He was rude. Kind of problematic. <laughs> If Lemon felt threatened by Grace, the biggest star at CNN slash Headline News at the time, she wasn't the only one. He was upset that O'Brien landed the gig of hosting CNN's high-profile "Black in America" docuseries series,
1: which launched <laughs> in two thousand eight. Um, oh, I remember that series. Oh man, he must have been steaming, bro. He must have been steaming. Oh. I guess he's
0: okay with his position since we've gone to like what Fifty Shades of America now or
1: something. Yeah. Yeah. Um you know i never liked soledad o'brien i always thought she was i don't know
0: who is this tells you how much like how little i pay attention oh right 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 maria de la soledad teresa o'brien oh boy well you know how she got here you know about soledad o'brien well i bro like i watched cnn in 2008
1: yeah, true. <laughs>
0: I had AFN news, okay? Like, I didn't have shit. Um,
1: She's like... She's all ar- she's annoying, She's though. the
0: correspondent now of HBO's Real Sports. Yeah. And I guess she still works for Al Jazeera. Interesting. And she's yeah. been married since 1995 to a gentleman named Brad Raymond. How'd she get the O'Brien?
1: Yeah, I think she kept her ah uh, okay
0: lame lame never mind don lemon's actions are justified
1: oh <laughs> she's like turbo annoying now because now it's like the
0: during an editorial you know. call attended by roughly 30 staffers he suggested o'brien isn't black according to two witnesses who oh found the my. characterization wildly offensive
1: oh my god oh that's
0: brutal <laughs> it's like who wasn't present tells variety Don has a has a has long had a habit of saying idiotic and inaccurate things so it sounds pretty
1: on brand for him yeah he he always says stupid things when do you say like during the Trump years he said quite a few stupid like just stuff it's not stupid like oh he's a libtard but like stupid as in he doesn't know how to properly construct a thought and like verbalize it and Mm. so it comes out all wrong like it's i don't know remember when he was drunk at new year's he said he was lonely wasn't also
0: anderson cooper drunk one time on new year's
1: yeah i'm getting them confused i think they were both drunk on new year's at different occasions and they both like had this like meltdown over being like you know single or whatever it's going to be cruel if the person is annoying i don't make the rules (laughs) that's true that's very true Mom's Cuban, dad's a potato. Uh, A little
2: bit
1: of Irish in her. Soledad and others have in the past correctly referred to her Afro-Cuban heritage as it's a unique part of her personal story. But Dawn denies making any relative remarks in in the derogatory way. When he wasn't shocking his cohorts, he was annoying them with diva-like behavior, said one. Like skipping editorial calls, showing up late to the newsroom, or just generally exhibiting disengaged behavior. From 2009, CNN was allowed to send one journalist into the Staples Center to cover the Michael Jackson Memorial. Lemon was was the choice, while Anderson Cooper and O'Brien anchored outside sources remarked Lemon complaining on social media that Cooper got more airtime <laughs> that led to a come to Jesus moment says another senior executive from that era Don was told look you've got to, you've got to address your behavior your performance as a reporter is great your behavior that's got to improve it's what's going to derail you if you're not careful instead of <laughs> instead of reading in Lemon his supervisors let things slide <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps because he had fostered a close friendship with then-Turner Broadcasting System Chairman CEO Philip Kent sitting in the Turner box alongside Kent at sports events Oh, it's like if you were friends with Vince and you're in the gorilla position It's like you're cutting it up with Vince McMahon It's like you ain't never going to be written off of SmackDown
0: um, oh. after Kent- <laughs> What a time to be alive
1: Oh man, Q, Matt. Like, you know what's fun? Do you remember when Alex Jones described the CNN newsroom? Like, he described the green room as, like, covered in filth, and, like, there was, like, feces all over the toilets and everything. <laughs> <laughs> and there was, like, a greasy, stained poster of Freed Zakaria. Um, what's what's the show? What was the show called, Freed Zakaria
0: 9-11? Uh, it was a so.
1: number, I think. I forget.
0: Let's see. I'm going to look it up now.
1: After Ken hired Jeff Zucker to run the network in 2013, Lemon only became more of a provocateur. After six months after Zucker arrived, Lemon gave his on-air take on five ways that black community could fix its problems, including suggesting pull up your pants. He went, (laughs) oh, he did the Obama. Um, He wanted to add, walking around with your ass in your underwear showing, that's not okay. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure Don Lemon really means that. Um, In fact, it comes from prison. When they take away belts from prisoners so they can't make weapons. Oh, my God. He actually said that. Um, and it then evolved into which role, role a prisoner would
2: have during mail. Mail on prison sex.
1: Oh, my God. The one he said this on air. The one with the really low pants is submissive. When you get my point. He would know. Oh man, he just described butt busted prison. He described the prison prag on air. Like, well, you know, it's every every big Herc interview. All the the ex cons they say, listen, I know they're your people, but we know that in prison, the the brothers they're the ones that tolerate tolerate having the prags around. Oh man goldie Uh, taylor former cnn consultant who appeared frequently as a guest on lemons weekend show said she was blacklisted at the network for critiquing don lemon's controversial comments i'm personally banned from the network because ironically enough i dare disagree with a black man publicly about black life don't throw rocks and hide my hands the network is cnn and the anchor is don lemon she tweeted in 2016 wow my god yeah I'm sorry if this, this segment is on the show is cool, guys, but it's funny. It's it's. I think we.
0: I think after, because it's only. It's not. It's not yet the weekend, but I think after this week, I think everyone needs a little bit of laughter.
1: Yeah, it's true. It's very true. <laughs> oh my god, he actually tweeted that out about prison. That's hilarious. That's- he said it
0: air i remember the pull up your pants bit yeah he
1: said
0: got. i think fox news had covered his remarks saying like wow someone over at cnn's got some sense on their head or something like that like oh my <laughs> god so I, was back, I was back in the u.s by this time so yeah just what a wild. <laughs> um you know, I'm never surprised when Don gets in trouble. Uh Taylor tells Variety. It makes me neither happy nor sad to see him undermine his own success. There was it a makes time. When happy.
1: Shut weird. the fuck up. It <laughs> makes you totally <laughs> fuck off. He makes you happy. Come on. He's be he, he blacklisted you. Don't give me this bullshit about oh, it doesn't make me happy. Look, come on. You like you were clapping like a seal when Don Lemon got fired. But uh, go sorry, go ahead, Prude. Uh, but there was a time when it appeared that black people
0: were most often the subject of his ire. Now it seems to me that when he says something offensive, there's always a woman on the other side.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I wonder, what, you, you know, have stuck to dating
1: black people. Be- <laughs> I, I wonder what
0: Don's relationship to his mother is.
1: Oh boy.
0: One female colleague who had been close to the anchor in his early days at the network found that during the Zucker era, Lemon was losing touch with his former friends. She adds that the change showed on his journalistic choices, with the anchor neglecting important stories affecting the black community. I saw a new Don emerging, and I didn't like the new Don, she says. He (laughs) likes
1: celebrity. He likes fame. He likes power. He was no longer the same person. It's funny because most people in America thought Don Lemon was like absolutely pathetic and stupid. So I don't know, like how still do, you know, still do. But I mean, like, even back then, like people thought, like, who's this clown? Like he's not serious. He's not a serious character, Don Lemon. Unfortunately, he's not like I don't know. I don't. know. Well, well, he comes cheap now. Do you think we should bring him on the Digital Archipelago? <laughs> That's probably.
0: Hey, Don, you want to come on? We're going to bash women for an hour. You know, that's probably the way we should frame it.
1: Yeah, there you go. He'd man, love that. Yeah, we're going to talk about the the woman question. <laughs> move, o- move over, Zuby. We need to have your other... <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. Yeah, his early
0: days there, he became a new man. You know, it's just like, oh, Don's coming to the ramifications. He slept his way to the top. <laughs> um. Yeah, he became increasingly polarizing when it came to discussing women's, which sometimes came off in twenty as uh, tone deaf. In twenty fourteen, he drew widespread condemnation when he told a Bill Cosby um, RP RP accuser uh, that she should have stopped the attack by biting
1: the comedians. What? That wouldn't. <laughs> oh my God! Uh... You never say something like that. That's oh, oh. <laughs> that's too much, man. Uh... That's. The, really yeah. the long story
0: of all this entire bit here is is that um you will never you will journalism never be a dead. real misogynist
1: yeah ex- or oh, that too yeah yeah i was gonna say journalism is dead but you know oh, that's
0: we needed don lemon and mr d for a uo panel oh. <laughs> yeah not even yeah not even mr d would say something like that let's be honest no, never or at least not on air
1: wow not, maybe on a Twitter space, but not. Maybe on a Twitter,
0: Twitter. space, you know, that's not being recorded. Uh, yeah. But some colleagues, of course, I'm, I'm skipping around because some of these are just interesting. Yeah. Um, like when the disgraced actor Jesse Smollett testified in court that he first learned the Chicago police doubted his story about being the victim of a MAGA-inspired attack, he received a text message warning from Lemon. As a result, Lemon opted not to hand his phone records over to the cops. Whoa. <laughs> well, we all know how that played out.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. It was all hundred percent real. Uh, the, the gay brothers got to stand up with other gays. <laughs> <laughs> like, listen, Jesse, we we know, we know this is BS, but we're with you. You know, you had to e- enact your fetish out in the public square and report it to the. Oh guy. no,
1: the evil maga, oh evil maga, it's, it's two <laughs> black
0: Nigerian guys that are are doing it.
1: Yeah. Uh, did they wear maga hats while they're doing it is that what he said they've done
0: a video where the two guys that he paid to like jump him like went to the street corner where it happened and told their side of the story this is like
1: this is like emma solkowitz mattress girl doing a porno where she like reenacts what she alleged happened to her with like a weird like camera in the corner like it was a security video thing did you ever hear about that no i did not oh man it's reenacted it she reenacted, it, but she then this was after she lost to what's the guy's name, Noongesser, and he and she like said that it was a performance art project and that she reenacted the trauma by doing like what she alleged happened. And it's like basically her what general's daughter bullshit is that. Yeah, man, that's like unironically like the Pelican Brief type of stuff. I mean, was that, it the but... Pelican Brief by Tom Clancy? The are you talking
0: about like the sexual assault movie here? Cuz I thought No, we're the, like I the can...
1: daughters into bondage BDSM type stuff. Oh. The General's maybe. daughter. Yeah, you
0: know, the General's daughter is about like sexual assault in the military, but like she's so traumatized by the event that she goes out of her way to like reenact the scene um and the and the training base that her like father, the general is uh you know, sort of commanding and visiting.
1: Oh, that's a different one than another one. I think it was yeah. a Tom Clancy one where the daughter's into, like, she's got, like, a sex dungeon.
0: Oh, boy. Yeah. I don't think... No, that's a John Grisham novel.
1: That's a John Grisham novel. Yeah, no, sorry. It doesn't
0: surprise me at all.
1: Yeah. Is it the Pelican Brief? I think so.
0: Yeah. Julia Roberts, Denzel Washington.
1: My old man reads a lot of those, like, airport books, like, spy, like spy novels and Grisham and Robert Lutlum and yeah. I told him to read more like modernist stuff. I told him like read read some uh Are
0: you gonna tell your dad to read more Brett Easton Ellis?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I tell I'm gonna tell him to read I told him to read Infinite Jest. he might like Infinite Jest. <laughs> but, <you know.
0: laughs> I hope he throws that book at
1: you. <laughs> <laughs> he tried reading House of Leaves a little bit, my copy, and he's like, I can't do it. I just can't. It's too too
0: much. Oh man. Oh. The Anyways. Damn, he the read ulysses though when he was wait. younger
1: damn it the stream is way too <laughs> <laughs> um
0: i think this covers enough on the journo bit yeah, yeah.
1: this stream uh, is kind of being too bit a little
0: a little too homo for us i think yeah well, to straighten things up a little bit, let's go scare ourselves straight.
1: I and love our fans would say like this is gayer than the Tina Apocalypse <laughs> <laughs> series episode. Oh God! <laughs> you know, at least
0: our audience is straightforward enough to tell us that. Like, listen, guys, you need to move the fuck on. <laughs> we, endure,
1: we endured. We endured for too. We many endured episodes. too
0: much crap for you all. Um. So, but uh, we'll we'll scare ourselves straight and cover the Trump arraignment. How about that? Yeah. Sure. So the so did it, everyone saw everything that's played out with the with this arraignment
1: oh God
0: and what what I found beautiful about everything about the arraignment was is that no one could look at this like you know the the indictment and the news and everything about it and the press that came out of it like here I'm gonna pull up a picture and see if I yeah. can find a pretty good one because like you look at these photos.
1: Old Luthemplar at
0: it. Oh no, I'm not pulling. No, no, that's exactly my point. Is that like thanks to Luthemplar and others with AI, even though these are the official press images out of New York magazine and the New York Times, no one in their mother I, I looked at them and I was like, this can't be real, you know? Like these these could be fake. Every image I'm yeah. seeing, the president, it's almost as if, and I Luthemplar, you subversive, you know he kind of like psychologically prepped everybody. Yeah. Like AI well, AI images, welcome yeah. to the hyper real, you know, new cycle where that you was don't like not know he's if getting... an ai art image of trump like breaking out of prison or he's got like his one fist in the air and he's in an orange jumper he's sitting in prison reading bronze age mindset you know oh, like, boy. some of them are entertaining but others look kind of like or like he's fit. like out
1: of stargate with a with an air 15 <laughs> that one's great <laughs> like he's going with the troops like i'm gonna free dark you know.
0: Maka has only just begun
1: oh boy like no it does look like an ai image edit but like um trump's face is actually astonishingly like it's difficult to like truly capture um people said that my drawing captured like the punished maga vibe but um trump like yeah these images don't look they they look like they're generated eric trump posted ai image of trump now i wonder i wonder if they
0: were luthemplars i
1: wonder is eric trump on twitter let's find out real quick i think so
0: is it probably...
1: On Twitter? Yeah, Eric Trump
0: is on Twitter. Yeah, so I'm, yeah. I'll, I'll go to his, his Twitter account and see where... Uh, well, he's got some... Yeah, he's got some. He posted one that doesn't... It looks more like an artist's rendition. I'm trying to see if he's got any more. Because he just looks like a peak boomer. Yeah. Poster. Poster you know trump uh trump for winning you know the the winery you know it won the best in class san francisco won. like Whoa. what's some what's some high minded uh you know i mean he's like a ahead of the trump brand so i mean it makes sense but whew. yeah he's only got one uh like this so here i'll i'll show this one so yeah i mean this is, just yeah this people is, know that that's yeah that that one yeah this is fine not not Luthemplar's, you know, Trump in prison reading BAM.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they're also blurry. The That's one where
1: what... he's like getting like um like the one where he's getting like um like held up by the cops, that was pretty that was a pretty good one. Yeah. Where he's like running away, like it's amazing. Mm. Um but yeah, so I, I don't know like the hot take I think people have been hearing hot takes a lot about this. I mean I talked a little bit about with about it with um with American populist like they wanted this for a reason. it's not going to do anything to his base. it's not going to sacrifice any votes. there's not going to be a boomer in America that's going to be like, Oh, like he got charged for paying off that porn star. I mean, I guess uh, no, it's not going to happen. Like it's, it, it's just a humiliation ritual at the end of the day. Um, it's just like, you know, like for example, like didn't didn't Piers Morgan interview Stormy Daniels? It's like, what does she have to say? Like, who cares? Like, no, she and, and, and she Trump said she penis? was
0: so excited to to testify. I, it is an attention grabbing thing, and. I don't know what else to add there other than this is a blatant ab- abuse of political power. That, yeah. You know, and Trump is saying that like we should prosecute Alvin Bragg or whatever. Like there's that boomer inability, you know, boomers not understanding how power works challenge, you know, it's a like
1: captured saying arrest Fauci. Like, yeah. Tweeting out, like, come on.
0: Or or, or turd saying like, he's happy to be a boomer. Cause he grew up without the internet. And it's just like, you're the epitome of everything that's wrong with <laughs> this country.
1: I love uh, how like, Musk, like, hangs off of his every word. That's crazy.
0: Yeah. Oh, he replied to Alex Kashuta. I think we mentioned that at the beginning. But yeah. yeah. What a crazy time. Th- that or, you know, like, he had four years to put Hillary Clinton in prison.
1: No, because I think, like, that would be the the thing that boomers... Like Boomer Liberals. That's the thing. Like you you said that Hillary's gonna be in prison, but actually little Donnie is gonna be in prison. It's like the big gotcha. Like, let's face it, Trump The big now. Ron
0: little yeah. Donnie
1: to be, a Donny to be have mine. feel little Donnie BRP'd in prison. Like it's <laughs> you know, <I laughs> well, so, to no,
0: someone Trump no, someone world. I think JJ showed us that where it was like, No, 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 it would be Trump doing, you know, the uh
1: He'd be a hardened prison. He'd be, be the hardened prison. he be the one
0: doing the RPing, and then are just like, "Oh, we can't have
1: that happen." He'd be the leader of the of the the woods in prison. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he'd be a leader in the brotherhood. We can't have that happen. It'd be like all of those edits of like Trump as like a gangster with like the the face tattoos or like all the hyperborean edits of like <laughs> with him with like little peep tattoos. You know, can't, can't, you know
0: punished Trump. He's got the tear drop. Uh, yeah.
1: He's got the scar and like the tattoos and the face and the neck. Uh,
0: why is it a mean- mainstream joke for your political enemies? Sneed ma- I, I don't want to put that up there for obvious reasons because of mm. the word, but the reason why it's such a mainstream political thing is because we've normalized prison being the place for those things to occur. Yeah. And, and it's, it's the only place that society deems it to be acceptable to punish your enemies in the most, brutalizing and humiliating way possible yeah and i mean it's to a point where it's not even just political enemies like you make prison jokes and everyone assumes that like that kind of action and act is going to be involved i mean you you hear out of every person's mouth regardless of their political affiliation like even my dad when we were because like my mom you know, works uh, as a 911 dispatcher and like they'll tell a, a case story. And then all of a sudden, he's just like, well, that guy's gonna get screwed in prison. You know, it's, it's, gonna Normie. yeah, yeah, Frasier. that's perfectly there. It's normie masochism, but it's sadism. Yeah. It's sadism is the, yeah, it's normie sadism. Yeah.
1: No, but you know what's funny is that statistically, um, like overt, like gang, you know what, like holding you down, beating you up, you know, and that what? actually has gone down statistically in prisons in America what has what is the norm now is predatory sexual behavior in terms of public schools well no no yeah no but i mean prison though it's not like overt that type of act it's 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 less brutal but it's more psychologically tormenting where there is a form of like indentured sexual servitude that goes on in prisons with like being a prag or being a punk or whatever you want to call it the actual like violence, it hasn't gone down, but it's gone down the way that people think, but it's more of like predatory behavior, like usually for protection or so something like that. Like prison sexuality is actually more of a complicated thing than what most normies like find in like watching Oz or whatever. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 actually in some ways it's more terrifying psychologically than than um what people think. You know, I mean, in the 70s and 80s, prison was quite brutal in that regard. But from the late 90s onwards till now, uh, prison sexual exploitation is um, more complicated than what. I'm not surprised
0: this meme is unique to Americans, in part because like the American criminal justice system is just so So vastly different that. Well, it's what's worse is that we've also just because once you throw out asylums, yeah, throw out any sort of like permanent medical institution for criminal psychology and criminal, like that kind of stuff.
1: Mental. You, yeah. Yeah. You, you lock them all in together in
0: gen pop, what do you think is going to happen? And oh, what yeah, makes exactly. it worse is, is that, and I don't know where this roots from. And I, and I'm not educated enough in the historiography of this to give you uh, a place to be, but I mean, you know, we're in a place where, there's no con- like we, we can have supermax where you know you're in like like an, an eight by like four or five cell, uh, and you're you're not seeing anybody for like 23 hours a day or whatever, which I, I think that's just as mentally breaking.
1: Oh yeah, that's yeah. And then at
0: the same time, right, like where it's worse in some ways. I, I don't know if it goes back to America's puritanical roots or that we just, or maybe it's the fact that we just view crimes of a sexual nature and like maybe it's because America has a I don't know like a, a weird power. Relationship to it, like, haha, big man who thought he could get away with murdering people. Well, now you're gonna get topped in prison. Like, it's yeah. such a weird thing that I don't know why it's so entrenched in the American psyche. Um, and to a point where it's also like, oh, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It just comes with the territory of, yeah, America of the American criminal justice system. Like, I don't it's understand part of the punishment, why. yeah. We just assume that you getting sexually brutalized is gonna again scared straight right
1: yeah yeah no but that's what i mean like i think that i mean okay again this i don't exactly agree with like the leftoids because they agree with like insane like no no don't punish them prison abolition but i mean like there is something to be said that retributive justice doesn't like work i think like america this is my crazy proposal okay this is gonna sound crazy but it makes sense america in most of the world in the west i think should like weigh up um the capital punishment like the death penalty but not in this like stupid like lethal injection stuff that's like that's not going out like a man like bring back the hangman bring back the uh the 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 uh, firing squad because the people that probably like the criminals in america that do go out and like You know, when people say like America is an animal control problem, it's like you have to realize there's a form of criminal that's never going to reform and probably shouldn't be allowed in society ever. But it's way less it's way more dehumanizing in terms of dignity to like stick them in the cell for the rest of their life in isolation. But the people that do like most of the people that do go to American prisons probably deserve something like forced rehabilitation, forced group homes and forced um mental health homes you know what i mean like because when you put like a drug offender in prison and you subject them to career criminals that's why they call it con college because then when you put them out in the street they're way more hardened they they're they know way more about criminality by the people around them it's like it doesn't make any sense america's basically producing a criminal factory and the fact that probably a lot of them are private do you think i
0: I was about to say that's probably intentional
1: yeah, exactly. Like no, there is, you know, uh, and
0: this goes back, and this is why this, I, I tell. It's
1: Foucault 101, right? Well, here. yeah, <laughs> but I mean,
0: it's also Ivan Illich's Medical Nemesis 101 that in, like, you have an entire healthcare industry that is meant to be totalizing in regards to, like, the national psyche. Yeah. So if you can keep people constantly in fear, A of prisons, B the people that come out of prisons, and C that like we can medicate the problem away either by anxiety or trying to cure these people or correct them. Like, congratulations. Now you have an entire gen pop, you know, career or con college that come out towards Yeah. That are also mainly but, on uh, psychotropics.
1: Yeah, but also, I mean, here's another controversial take. Uh What's what's the other not capital punishment um
0: corporal punishment?
1: Corporal punishment. There you, if if That you, needs to come back. No, if you take like a, a like a 16-year-old kid that's slinging drugs in the side of the street and, and like a police officer yeah, you like just cane him a little bit. They're going to remember it and wounds heal, but spending 6 months in juvie would be enough to basically destroy their life in terms of criminality. So what's more what's better for them? That young that, that young sixteen year old drug dealer that got a caning and like the welts will heal eventually, or putting them in prison for six months and then learning criminal uh, criminality from them and having a record for the rest of their life. What's worse for that in terms of their life flourishing? What would be worse for them going through the American prison system the way it is now, or just caning them like giving them twenty lashes? I don't know. I mean, I'd probably take the 20 lashes, you know, so, or 30 lashes or whatever the, uh, whatever you think is fair to uh, quote Hank Hill. He's like, just, I just returned with tapes, you know, punish whoever made the air, whatever you think is fair. <laughs> like it's, you know.
0: I mean, yeah, just, yeah. And wounds heal. heal. Th- this all, all,
1: Rocker does not,
0: but this all goes back to the simple answer that what's happening in El Salvador is a pretty damn effective model.
1: Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Because here's the thing like that, that 16 year old kid is going to grow up one day to be a repeat offender, to go in and out of the prison system that probably doesn't have a father because his father is also in and out of the prison system or whatever sperm donor, baby daddy, whatever. Um, so it's like, what is a more compassionate system that also benefits society By not creating more criminals. Or not creating prolific criminals. Now I do know that. Certain forms of crime in America. There are certain populations. around. Well not to get into it. But like even like the populations. That do quote unquote. Like you know present a problem. What would be a way of curbing. Recidivism. In terms of criminality. Because there's something about the American justice system. That creates. Rather than. Reforms the offender, right? And so maybe some forms of leftoid thinking around this issue, maybe isn't that out there or ridiculous. I don't know. um Not that the left, like, not that the average, like, I don't know. Not that Angela Davis is saying like bring back caning, but like, you know, <laughs> can you imagine that if like if uh, Cornell West is like, you know what, we got to bring having back heard here.
0: Angela Davis's voice, I'd, I would love to hear her say the words uh, caning.
1: We gotta bring back caning. We, you know, That's there's just there's so do. much
0: hate in this country. You know, so we really hate. have to bring back caning. Twenty we lashes. Have to cane the hate out of these people. You know, it's <laughs> like I I having heard more than one lecture by her in university, I would love to oh hear her God. just be like, I, I reject everything I've said before. We need to we beat gotta the bring shit out of these people. <laughs> You know, there's so much hate in this country. We just got to beat it out of them, you know? They'll like make it I...
1: inclusive, though. They'll get a trans dominatrix to cane them. That's oh, them no, make no, it no, better. No, 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 This is not the crime and punishment these people
0: want. Um, yeah. Caning always works. Well, it didn't work during the prelude to the Civil War, but, you know, we got close. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Like, the American criminal justice system is effed up because, A, we we don't prosecute enough effectively. And then secondly, like we have the whole Soros prosecutorial discretion BS. Yeah. where it was like, I saw someone today talking about the the DA for this and they were like, you know, did you know that like the district attorney Alvin Bragg or whatever, he's reduced his felony counts by 52%. I was like, wow, with only 13% of the population, but you know, um, (laughs) it's just, it's a, it's a, what do I do with state sanctioned anarcho tyranny? Like, everyone looks at America and being like, well, you have an over-incarceration problem. Like, no, we don't. We, we don't just effectively take care of justice the way that we need to. And that's the ultimate yeah.
1: problem. No, it's it's okay. The over-incarceration problem is because you have, you're dealing with multi-generational criminality. And how do you stop that? How does a child growing up in the inner city in America, where his father's been to prison... His uncle's been to prison. Sometimes your mother's been to prison. Uh, How do you stop that? How do you create more productive citizens when you have a whole... Unironically, like, you do have a whole population that is being carceralized. The answer shouldn't be, well, I guess we should let them... Like, you know what's funny is that there was this... uh, One of the radio shows in Vice City from Pressing Issues. I remember um, it was, like, the leftoid son of a billionaire against like uh, the corrupt Florida governor, Alex shrub. And he's like, what do you propose hippie? What do you think we should do to lower crime? He goes, well, we could, uh, we could let them off. Then they won't be criminals anymore. He's like, we already do that. We already let them off. Like, you, like you know, we already cooked the books by letting them off. Like, it's not that you should let them off. Is that if you realize that you have populations that are going to be wards of the state in their life. How do you prevent them, not prevent them, how do you create an apparatus in which if you have populations that are going to be wards of the state from the time that, literally from the time that they're born, because let's face it, the the Child Protective Services goes into the prison system a lot. It happened, like, it's startling, actually. So when you have people, when you have whole populations that are going to be wards of the state, how do you create citizens that are productive and beneficial not just to society but to themselves it's like that is a million dollar question that liberal modernity has yet to solve especially in america well it's caused Canada it. is just as bad by the way sorry to cut you up for no yeah, but, yeah. but i mean like we we caused it
0: and i mean yeah this is the like when we talk about like and this goes back to like race relations in in, in, in america's so it's like There's the untold secret of, like, that people don't like saying that between 1865 to 1965, you had the greatest period, and although we we can get into this, and I'll show this in a little bit, but you had a period of relative Black independence, autonomy, and growth. Was there problems with regards to the Klan- and et and all that jazz yeah probably but i mean
1: well the Klan was in, in the in the north in the, northern states was more against my people uh catholic immigrants well yeah than, yeah, and, yeah and
0: we can listen to pat casey's discussion with sean last from that but i mean
1: yeah
0: the great society destroys any semblance of black wealth black middle class and a relatively intact familial structure of a nuclear family did this population still have a higher degree of say crime criminality single parenthood etc
1: yes was it
0: nearly as bad as it is in the year of our lord 2023 no we witnessed through the last 75 years more well not 75 years but we've witnessed since 1965 like a great destruction of the black middle class And any sort of civilizational force of black America, does it still exist in pockets? And we already know where they're aligned with politically speaking, but I mean, you destroyed that writ large and you gave the state and a monetary and financial incentive to culturally debase themselves and it's happening. And this doesn't just apply to them. This also applies to like certain like rural white trashy parts of like Appalachia It happens, but it's just like, you're, you're sort of witnessing the consequences of like, well, we can't over criminalize them because that would be the answer. You have to overcorrect for the problems that you've done with liberation. Exactly.
1: Yeah. But, but then how do you prevent them from becoming repeat offenders? How do you do, how do you effectively give them therapy and job skills and issues of drug addiction? And you know what I mean? Like you, that's, you have
0: to police it militantly and you also, do. Enforce no, that.
1: exactly. Here in Canada, I'll give you a good example. Maybe I shouldn't say it because of the, I'll get a knock by the RCMP on my door. But who cares? Um, you know, I was I was watching this documentary on the National Film Board about Indigenous women, uh, like in the streets of Vancouver, and this was about the uh, the Robert Pickton trial. So you have a case where an Indigenous woman, a young woman, let's say she's uh, grows up in a reservation in Winnipeg. And a lot of these reservations, by the way, are kind of like third world countries. Um, She's abused. We all know how I'm not going to say it for YouTube by a relative, by people around her. And then she leaves Winnipeg and she's 16 years old and she ends up on the streets of Vancouver, right? As a, as a quote unquote sex worker. I know I shouldn't say that word, but just, you know, to be polite, um, then she meets someone like Robert Picton, right? And nobody cares, and the police don't care because it's like one in a million, and the whole thing about why is it that Indigenous women are disregarded and preyed upon and neglected by law enforcement, right? Now, the thing is, though, when it comes to the problems of a lot of reservations in Canada, like, we know what Australia did with the Aboriginals, right? They sent the military in back in the 80s and they administered them to the best degree they could. And yes, were there abuses? Yeah. But when you have in Canada uh the legacy of the residential schools and so forth, I mean the real solution was almost what Stephen Harper wanted, which was government oversight, which was a way in which you could regulate a lot of these like corrupt tribal chieftains that exploit and abuse their own populations but you can't do that now that was actually the first thing that trudeau erased was the accountability act from stephen harper when he got into office in 2015 i forget um
0: 2015
1: yeah yeah that was the first thing he got rid of right and so you have a situation where there are multiple generations of trauma but in canada any solution that proposes the state intervene on reservations is verboten because of the residential schools and can never, ever be floated by any politician ever. And Stephen Harper was like probably the last thing. And the bill wasn't even that. It was like basically just paperwork more government. Like we're going to meet with the chiefs So we're going to tell them blah, blah, blah. It's like in terms of spending and allocation of resources, that solution could never be proposed. And the thing is, though is because of the legacy of the residential schools and because of the political climate in Canada, especially under Trudeau is that I hate to say it, but the abuse, especially of indigenous women on the streets of places like Vancouver, on the streets of Toronto, um, on the streets of Montreal, like it's never going to be solved ever. Never. There will be more indigenous women who will be abducted, who will be, I don't know, you know, again, not to go in on it for YouTube. Right. Yeah. But that's never going to end. Ever, unless there is a dramatic solution to it that involves the government getting serious about, listen, we broke these people. How do we help them now? The solution, by definition, is racist. So, more women will be exploited. More, um, more native men will take their own. More native children will take their own lives on reservations. Uh, we'll check and out and drink
0: themselves to death.
1: Exactly. So. It's, so, not, it's very it's yeah. very
0: similar to the, the situation. I don't mean the black pill. Well, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's very similar, though, to our terrible relationship with, like, uh, reservations yeah. here in the United States, where there is, like, more tribal legal authority and you have to work with the Bureau of Indian Affairs to coordinate yeah, exactly. with their law enforcement. And it is a disaster because, like, these people still live here. And I mean, yeah. they, I'm not a big advocate for saying, like, no, nah, just get rid of them all you have to find a way to i'm a general pro human flourishing type of position and it's just well, like all of the
1: native the, the indigenous are different because they are they are indigenous to this land and we should respect them obviously yeah but but that's what i mean that's why it's so harsh like here's the thing i mean i think that like the mass graves thing is obviously ridiculous well they, um, they burned
0: 71 churches yeah for bullshit claims exactly I, but that was were... intentional
1: exactly it was intentional well, because of true of yeah you but... didn't want it to end no, this is, oh,
0: and course. this is the same way that you get conversations he to those
1: people to be broken that's his voting block he wants well yeah people to be... and the same yeah. it's the
0: same thing with black america though here in the u.s yeah. it's like why oh, do the democrats why... never
1: want it to end yeah like... why do you
0: why do you think they're so excited about maybe you know talking about the census bureau to see if they can like trace your lineage back to like a slave ship yeah. Why do you think California is teasing out
1: reparations?
0: Yeah. Like this. This is the nature of how like, like this is. I, I did an I did an essay on this very early on on the channel about like bio Leninism. It's like where does oh, this go here? Oh, I think you remember
1: here? that video. You turned into a video, right? Yeah, I did because yeah. like you,
0: you you go out and you know Spandrel ends the essay saying like someone will eventually take power to get these groups together. Most likely a woman or a they. them you know impossible woman type situation to say listen you're either with me or against me. And if you're against me, it goes back to 1955 and it's okay to be white. Yeah. Um, but the question is, is, like, this is why the immigration thing isn't going to end. This is why you're beginning to see interplay between um, Indians and more Eastern uh, Asiatic peoples versus, say, the more refined, like, what's left of wasps and, like, Jewish individuals that are mm-hmm. mainly at the top. Because you're beginning to see this, like, intersectional interplay between disparaged interminority groups in the United States. And it's not going to end. No. Um, you'll, they'll find someone to do so. And the way that you go back to it, of course, is that you try and pin this all on Whitey. And this is why you're beginning to see Biden, you know, throughout his time in the White House, tell black leaders like Al Sharpton and the others, like, listen, you, you know, we're not going to be in charge for much longer by demographic standards. So like, you're going to have to learn to get along with everybody else. Yeah. And we're, we're going to watch it play out in this respect too. Um, you know
1: you know what's funny is that... Fraser is correct here. Um, all the problems can be... Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, yeah. you just
0: need we need to clone like 1990s Rudy Giuliani.
1: Yeah. But without the Alzheimer's and go to town. Yeah. No, it's funny for all my, for all the leaf fans that listen to our show, um, unironically Canada is the, like the barometer of America's future in the sense of, uh, a lot of CBC shows and commercials and everything. Uh, what, what can we call them? I know there's the one word we can't use, but like it didn't Gavin used to call them cuck commercials. Um, uh, they, they're they unironically gearing more towards um, East Asians and, and Indians uh, because that's like basically the imported growing middle class of Trudeau from the subcontinent, right? So there's a lot of shows now with East Asians and especially, especially like more Sikh type of Indians. Uh, there's one where... There's one... With a Sikh trans woman on the CBC, our state broadcaster, they have a show with a Sikh trans woman sitcom. Oh man, should we review it?
0: Is this? I I really don't think I want to give those people attention. (laughs) Um, that's just just me, you know, and it's but it's also got the same problems that like the, the US does in respects to like, yeah, the Chinese and the Education system, although you guys recently deported a bunch of Indians because if they faked their visas to get into the country for education, you yeah.
1: <laughs> know, up until very recently, Canada ironically had a based immigration system.
0: Very yeah. recently,
1: very recently, like, we had the point system, we were actually more restrictive than a lot of Scandinavian countries. Um, even like in the 70s when my, my mother came here. They had to like pat, they had to jump through a bunch of hoops and they didn't give my mother anything, bro. Like they had to live with my grand, my great grandparents for like a few months before they bought a house. And there was no like welfare. There was no handouts. Like nowadays Trudeau, what he does, he puts them up in like hotel rooms and he gives them like,
0: Oh, he's learning from the UK.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And he like gives them like an allotment, like the, like a 50 grand year salary stipend to family to come in here. Yeah. from yeah man it's it's not good but you
0: know it it, it is yeah <laughs> how far can we go well this played out in canada a couple of years ago there's <laughs> something around here <laughs> America is Canada real. five years
1: down the road <laughs>
0: yeah and yeah. south africa is both canada and the united states 40 years down the road
1: <laughs> yeah maybe maybe they'll they'll half it to 20 years who knows yeah um we're
0: we're on that accelerate real quick.
1: Yeah, did hey Congress call got engaged, eh?
0: Yes, he did. So yeah. thank God for a white pill today. Um uh, so it's on air. I know he listens and he, he always tells me when he's listening via DMs. So, um Ernst, my friend, congratulations You both have a long life together and many children.
1: Yeah. Um
0: that that was the the nice white pill to wake up to on my phone <laughs> this morning. I checked my phone after I got out of bed and worked out and did prayers and then I was like, ah. Oh! wonderful thank god Yay. um yeah congrats to him in the highest that's wonderful news oh but um you know
1: trump's indictment we didn't talk about that yet no
0: really we talked about the arraignment and sort of the hyper real aspects of it but the thing that i think the real takeaway is is that there are two major things that i've noticed that well, three that have come out of this are, are One, the boomer libs gloating the boomer libs are gloating there was that great picture um, <laughs> I'm gonna pull it up. I'm gonna pull it up. No. Um Mark, Mark, Martini, what is it? Right, Trump oh, indictment.
1: Man. Come yeah, on, please up. tell me
0: I can find it uh latest. Oh come on. Someone find me that tweet. Um
1: if you search here's a cocktail or something to uh yeah Trump getting indicted.
0: Yeah, I'm just gonna Google it directly.
1: Have we checked Jeff Tilditch's Twitter account since he no, got there? No, I don't think we have. I wonder what he's saying. I love how boomers, they think swearing is still edgy. Boomer Yeah, liberals. which is kind of sad, right? But I noticed like boomer liberals and boomer conservatives, they both have this like very odd, like sexual humor. They both have like this thing about sexual humiliation, like Trump kissing Pootler or like boomer cons, Like Obama and Hillary, you know, like, I didn't like, they got this weird sexual thing going on. They really are the polymorphous perversity generation.
0: They, well, I wonder where they got it from. Arrested
1: development generation. But it is
0: right. Um, I'm trying to find. Anyways, like there was a woman who had tweeted out that she was, you know, celebrating the Trump arraignment with a martini. And she is definitely balding. It's like dangerously. Female
1: Norwood.
0: Yeah. So it's so bad. If you search uh, Trump Martini, I I did, and everything that I look up with Trump Martini, I found
1: it. Oh, thank you, Angelica Belcamino. Angelica Bell. B e l c a m i n o. Angela. Oh, Angela. What is she? Does she? What does she do? Liberal? What? Why does she have a picture of her? And, like, stockings.
0: Actor, advocate, anti-alpha male, liberal warrior queen. Uh ah, she have only fans? Here is the picture. Hold on, let me go hide my me messages section. Check the link tree. Oh, my God, she does have an only fans. Well, all liberal women at this point do. Yeah, literally, look at that. Look at this hairline.
1: Whoa, fellas. Fellas?
0: No. No? No.
1: Yeah, she, I mean, uh... I don't want to look
0: at my own reflection if I'm on top so no
1: oh my god she, she she looks i don't know she looks a bit like you
0: oh you mean you Oh, you mean the the head the, he, the head oh, i, I don't it. want to see my own reflection in the bald that no see thank you everyone's got a good her her forehead is too by <laughs> oh too big but i mean still
1: oh wtf god. that's
0: not female pattern baldness no that's just a either a really high hairline
1: Hormones, maybe Botox. Who knows? There's got to be some frogs that have like leaked to OnlyFans. Yeah, like they like.
0: I <laughs> need a bigger brown paper sack. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Not even I can fix your autisticus. She's oh. got an all right body. It's just that I don't know. Like it's. I'm trying to find the OnlyFans. It's just look at those SSRIs, man. Yeah, that is a thousand.
0: You know, that's a thousand cock stare.
1: I feel like she could have been. Read the the
0: comment section. Oh, yes. I will happily read the comment section for you all.
1: She could have been like a Midwestern, like, soccer mom.
0: My brother in in Christ, please consider looking into Gary Oldman's Dracula hair. I fear you (laughs) will need that as a resource before the next presidential election. I wish your hairline well. I'm not usually cool with the humor that mocks a woman's appearance, but I'm
1: working through that. <laughs> <laughs> the famous one. <laughs> uh, oh, under. I should post a picture of World Dane. He, she looks like World Dane a little oh, bit. Oh, man. R.I.P. to a legend. Is that, like, go to that one photo. Is that Jerry Cantrell? I don't know. From From Allison Chance. Oh, okay. Let's this see. One? Yeah, that's the one. same hairline. Oh, it kind of <laughs> looks like Jerry Cantrell a little bit. Oh my god! You know what's funny? I love it, like the tweets where she's walking. Oh my god! Looks like what? <laughs> that one? The bald one? Oh my god! Uh, thank you,
0: woke zombie.
1: From last year, where she's walking. Fact: liberal women walk with such swagger and confidence because they're alpha male free. She probably wants to get like. I don't know. She These are this is yeah. the type of
0: person that yeah. Bog Beef retweets when he finds those like never-ending strain string of tweets about alpha male podcasters.
1: Yeah, like she probably wants to get like she wants to get with like I don't know, uh, who's like a, not not Andrew Tape like who's an alpha male podcaster.
0: Oh, she would probably love to get in the sack with Rolo Tomasi or something.
1: Yeah, yeah, or something like that. Yeah, Rolo or. Uh, Fit and Fresh. Oh my gosh. I don't know, get double teamed by Fit and Fresh. But
0: let's go, hold on, now. I'm just gonna like Google her name see if I can get... Uh... There's probably a leaked OnlyFans. Oh no, that's there. not what I'm looking up. God, no. Geez. Jeez. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> red re- Hawk
1: should get with Red... No, nah, Red Hawk has standards.
0: Uh, yeah, Red Hawk has standards.
1: <laughs> Devin Do Hon- Town said, but it looks rougher. <laughs> 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 Back when like Devin Townsend had hair when he was a strapping young lad. (laughs) Like that's yeah. She wants to get nailed by a MAGA chud. She does. She does. That's her fantasy to get nailed by the MAGA Chud. Many Um, such cases. It's kind of like uh what's her name? Claire Claire Lyman. Claire Layman? Claire Layman, yeah. It's kind of like that anal queen.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Much longer and harder than you, my tanned friend. That tweet will never get old. Um, she's known for reality disorder, front cover, and the mend. Uh, three things that have never gotten a rating above seven stars. Oh so god! I guess man. we're
1: not missing much. She would be a WCW rapper, Scott Steiner, two thousand. <laughs> Imagine if that's the real Brian Danielson. Oh, I love is... your match with MJF, bro. That was pretty good.
0: Oh, she's forty. That's she looks like she's yeah. I mean, she's. Okay. Well, now I now I have an answer. She doesn't look bad for forty, but I mean, have you checked for a wiki feet yet? <laughs> Jesus. Oh, brutal. Lord, have mercy on you. Don't.
1: We're not that. Aren't no guys feet. What's the psychological explanation for feet? Uh, can understand I understand that. I,
0: I've under how it's been explained to me is is that the wiring between. Those two areas can sometimes overlap. She winds up oh, the egg carton is an egg carton. <laughs> sometimes the egg carton is just an egg carton.
1: I remember uh, Tony Atlas, probably, the wrestler, described about being in defeat, like being in a women walking on him. Ugh. You ever see the, look up the Tony Atlas shoot. I, I guess,
0: I guess I wasn't immune uh, to your, cause on Telegram he would say, this is why you don't simp on Maine. And I had commented saying, does this mean I'm spared on
1: Thursdays?
0: <laughs> I was wrong.
1: She no but she looks like a hag though, man. I can't I can't bring myself. I mean, I don't know, man. If she wanted to get with a MAGA chud, I mean, I don't know. Nah, probably not.
0: Well, sometimes an egg carton is
1: I'm gonna just decline What am I saying? I mean, I don't know. But 40 <laughs> years old, it's like I mean, yeah, I mean, there's plenty of good looking 40-year-olds. There's just like, I don't know.
0: <laughs> Dude's fetishized men women walking
1: on them, the West is fallen. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, wait, why does Paul Mooseford have me blocked on Twitter? That's weird, man. <laughs> he blocked me. I can't, why Paul? Why? <laughs> he is in the comments. section. he is in, this, in the comments. It's like you blocked me. Uh, I think I okay. I gotta admit, I blocked back because I'm paranoid about when people block. Like, if Paul Mooseford, if you unblock me, I'll block unblock you because, like, I have this paranoia that if I see that someone, because how did I block you? <laughs> <laughs> She. <laughs> I blocked him. I'm gonna block Paul Moose first. God
0: gave you a mother already. Stop looking for another.
1: <laughs> oh, what? Oh, my gosh. True, he's got a point. You blocked oh. me on Facebook, now I'm gonna I didn't block anybody on Facebook. Paul, I didn't block You're you on How Facebook. You're on Facebook? No, I mean, no, I mean my personal thing. You blocked I I me block on block Facebook, anybody. and now I'm going to cry. Paul Moose. Moosefoot, uh. how did I block him on fucking? How did I? I'm unblocking you right now. Maybe you know what it could have been. It could have been either I was in a beef with somebody like Max. I was gonna say that. the G. It may have been because I was in a Twitter beef with someone, and maybe you were just a collateral. I don't know. I don't recall blocking Paul Moosefoot. It happens. That's weird, man. Collateral damage. Maybe because oh, you liked like the man. tweeter, I was like, I was in a bad mood. I don't know, man. That's weird. How did I block him? I don't remember blocking him first. Anyways, yeah, I unblocked you, Paul. Um, no, I was gonna say the other G word that I probably shouldn't say on air, but uh, let's call him Mexico. Um, It's funny because John, you know John Ralgor. You mm-hmm. know what? You know what's funny about having a beef with someone is that I remember when I had that black pill tweet, tweet like months months ago I was still with BTR and uh, I think like John like responded to me or something and I took offense to it and like whatever but you know John's actually a pretty great poster I gotta admit he never I don't know why he'll never follow me back but he's a great like I, I like Rail Gore I think he's a great poster I think go and follow John uh, underscore I think it's 117 on Twitter but you know if you type of John type of raw raw gore john you'll find it uh he's a great mm. poster he's got the avatar of the uh document manhattan but uh his tweets against med gold are legendary um so you know. <laughs> look at what look at what you've done to chat look at what you've Joe done geo putting his foot down <laughs> no towing. <laughs> gotta get versalune in the chat one time oh my gosh yeah caught in the cross you, you know so,
0: somebody a friend of like both the twitter friend but an this IR. is
1: frog on frog
0: violence right now Prude. this is frog on frog violence but no i literally had somebody who was a fan of the show uh message me and i i had asked for context to something that he had said and then he goes every week i bear witness to the passion and spiritual crucifixion of the Prudentialist life on the digital archipelago <laughs>
1: You know, like, in I Canada, I don't want to go that far in the in the comparison, but yeah. you know, you know, in Canada, we don't call it a camel toe; we call it a moose hoof. I, I thought it was this. Yeah, a moose knuckle, yeah, or whatever, moose knuckle, yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm, I, I'm behoofed. I agree. Generally. I'm behoofed. <laughs> no more frog wars. I'm done
1: with this. Oh man, moose uh, are la- dangerous, bro. Don't get near them, man. They're they could they could mess you up. Yeah, they really are. Uh, let me go oh, find boy. the last
0: thing we wanted to cover yeah and then we'll oh man i'm i'm, I'm surrounded by
1: tabs of the i guess... angela bella Camino Twitter. oh man i gotta look this up now um doe i i think i asked you before we i've asked you multiple times but um angela bella Camino, um have, what do you think is going to happen now in 2024 do you think that this um So the next time he has to be in
0: court is December 4th in person. Yeah. And December is when you want to be in New Hampshire and Iowa. So we already knew that this was going to be a, it's already a politically motivated case. And if you can fuck with the guy that is the front runner for the Republican nomination, Mm. you know, on one hand, on one hand, like, this is the thing that kind of always chuckled with me. We know in the 26, excuse me, the 2016 election that you had, what were called like pied Piper candidates that they were running. Um, that Hillary wanted to promote, which were people like, um, Ted Cruz, Dr. Ben Carson and Donald Trump. Well, Donald Trump got it. Yeah. And, um, that, you know, now they're kind of doing it again. All the attention is on Trump once more and once more. And I've seen some anti-Trumpers and I don't even know if I can call like Ann Ann Coulter, for instance, is a good example. She's kind of really big on the DeSantis train. And, you know, she's been hating Trump for never like oh, finishing God. the wall, quote unquote. But, you know, they're they're going to drag it out to impact the election as much as possible, because you can say what you will about Trump as a candidate or Trump as, a, as, as president or as a politician, but Trump as a candidate and as a fundraising machine. Yeah. Holy shit. Like I'm the parallel. 2016 and the 2020 elections where it was like a rally every weekend or like two or three rallies a week was impressive barnstorming as a as a political machine. And if you can interrupt that by this bullshit like court stuff and forcing him to be in New York in person, then, yeah, I mean, it's going to mess with it. But I think it's safe to say for a lot of people that it seems like, I mean, unless Biden drops out, unless a nuke goes off or the economy really crashes, to me, for right now, it does feel like a shoe in for Biden to kind of like procedurally wheel his way to re-election. But on the same time, and this is this is always the problem with punditry, and I was seeing this actually with uh, Jaws, or what's his name? Um, Al, Al Ghul or whatever, the guy you were just Wal talking Gore? about. Al Gore? John, yeah. yeah. yeah, John. He was fighting it out with um, some HBD account with a little frog profile. Oh,
1: HBD InterX, yeah, he's yeah, a old old yeah. hat, yeah.
0: And they were fighting because HBD InterX was saying, like, well actually, like, things really look bad for Trump with regards to how the election stuff works and then at the same time, he, you know, John went out after his ass saying like, listen, there are people saying F Joe Biden or let's go Brandon. You see this even in blue states where people will put the little sticker on with on gas stations. He's like, I, I really think that you're underestimating how unpopular Joe is. And so it's really, I, I don't know. I really don't know. Um, I think we're only going to know in the time being, because really Biden has kept the course on a lot of Trump's uh, economic policies in the stuff with china
1: yeah but then what why did uh why did ann pivot to um Like ann has always yeah. been
0: how i how i've always read ann coulter is is that and if you can read her books going back to like 2008 or even before like she's been around forever she is she's like the crypt keeper of like oh, yeah. right wing punditry um where the wind blows it goes yeah right and so like she's really she doesn't give a shit about a lot of culture war issues she really does not she cares about immigration the economy and you know good governance like and i'm being generous on those three issues but i mean she's wonderfully contrarian and her she you know she's focusing purely she hated trump for not building the wall um she really can't stand the fact that you know that republicans still focus on abortion or be the pro-life movement in general despite yeah. that and guns being like the really only big animating features of the gop and yeah so she's just like yeah you know
1: i love how i stole um oh she
0: was on red scare philip oh what? i did not know that
1: i didn't you gotta be kidding me is that and real Coulter, red scare Oh, my God. Red
0: Scare, Make America Great Again with Ann Coulter. Holy shit, this did happen. When was this episode come out? Legendary political pundit, new Substack producer Ann Coulter drops by the pod to talk about the case against Trump, the future of the GOP, the immigration debate, and why she's a deadhead. When did this one come out?
1: Can you imagine her and Anna just, like, beefing with each other? Like, subtweeting each other? Like, just, like, such a bitchy Holy fight. crap,
0: this was a while ago. Man. I teaser Kal- happened in december 7th 2022 okay. whoa tells you how much i know
1: i stole i stole Khalifa k's tweet uh and coulter that's pretty I good um and
0: coulter's a red scare girl now but she is a deadhead. but you know the the red scare did a trad pivot to help us find fem cell wives i don't listen to, i don't listen to the show i sorry i this is a part of which i don't i'm just not in i listen
1: to some episodes i gotta listen to the whole back episode
0: you know there are only a thousand some odd days until the next french election something will happen <laughs> i like how that's uh sold big bit that he's gonna be yeah. the next french president
1: i'm worried he's gonna run out of Hulbeck photos no there
0: will never be enough did You see what's happening to Hulbeck recently? No, other than him like trying to sue and not. Yeah, have yeah. With him and uh, didn't we cover yeah, this a few episodes ago? Oh
1: yeah, yeah. Someone said that they w- wanted to donate for us to review the film when it comes out. Ah, okay. Yeah,
0: I'm okay with reviewing it. I mean, that's fine. Yeah,
1: I, I mean, hey, I've, I have only to... I
0: have only read an English translation of Submission. That's the only thing I've
1: I've. Got. No, no, the 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 Kirak porno film of fuel back
0: oh no yeah i don't want to review
1: that i don't want to <laughs> review a porno film no oh man it's like it's only a semi-porno i don't think they show a lot apparently but i don't know yeah that's like I saying tell. i
0: that's I, like saying yeah we're gonna go review irreversible
1: oh we should review irreversible <laughs> that'd be amazing that's uh, the one monica lucci right yes yeah, that's also oh. the
0: one with the uh, yeah the one scene, that one scene. Yeah, that everyone
1: remembers the film for. Yeah, but Paul Talk has done reviews of Kirak, The actual like our criticism of Kierak. Uh Does he, Phil? Does he not like Kirak? Because Kirak's pretty based. I mean, I like Kirak. Gia really wants to watch. No. <laughs> I can tell. Oh, uh, oh no. Uh, the last you're show. gonna be wild well when I send you. Kink man, you're gonna go crazy.
0: Oh boy, no, we're not watching Chirac, not the Chicago documentary. If I want to cover that, um, maybe you ever
1: watch, I remember Common Filth recommended it. Um, boys in the, um, the it's called uh, Life in the Hood, the three part documentary. It's like just basically like different get like this guy would go around ghettos like filming gangsters just beefing with each other.
0: Interesting. Yeah, no, I, called... I
1: I have not seen it. I remember because Common Filthy used to love like trash media like that. <laughs> I think it was called Life in the Hood, Part 1, 2, and 3. Well, no, the biggest Monica Bellucci fan out here is probably Furious
0: Pertinax. Oh, yeah.
1: Um, she should have won, bro. I guess
0: if we review Irreversible, we get him on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I have man.
0: never watched Red Scare.
1: Yeah, well, same here. Same here. I've never watched Red Scare. Like I said, I've watched a few episodes. Um, I'm not like I, I I should watch it more because I do think Anna's got pretty good takes. But um, yeah, I, I I don't know. I should I should I should watch Red Scare. But then I don't know. I, mean, I feel like Red Scare is not for me. I don't know. I have watched... I listened a little bit. I of the think Nicholas I'm too episode. much.
0: I I don't. I'm not. I'm too much of a. Unironically, I'm too much of a rural light to really be invested. Yeah. Yeah. And so I don't know. You know, like I just, I one of these days I'll give it a try and maybe I'll I'll do it. Oh, he explained it on Red Scare, did he? After deleting the most one of the most wonderful forums, yeah, on, on the, the internet, existence. where I now have to pay him five dollars a month if I want to reread the thread again. Yes, I know it's archived, mm-hmm. but.
1: It's archived <laughs> on Chad. It's I think the Amarites archived all of the uh Salo Forums threads. And it's also on Chadnet, I think. It's on Based. Chadnet. Based. You must listen to Chadnet.
0: Okay. Well, then there you go.
1: They have the Chateau Hirtis archive as well. Huh,
0: huh. That is well. There you go. Well, the last thing that we wanted to cover uh, very quickly hmm. was from our friend Paulos, MythPilot. Is a brief thread on the uh, nature of Twitter's community notes.
1: Yeah, I did understand this one. you got to explain this one to me.
0: Okay, well, the thread's pretty straightforward on this bit, so I thought that we would just go through it. So for some of you who are on Twitter, and some of you who are not, I do not blame you if you're not on Twitter, but uh, Twitter nowadays has what's called community notes, where we've seen journos and popular claims get fact-checked in real time. Oh, man, that's brutal. Did you see <laughs> Some of them are great. Some of them are pretty damn good. We're, and it's also a great way for like Elon to have his own like Tesla stuff fact checked by his own people,
1: which is funny. That was like that one fact check I saw recently mm-hmm. where it was. um, I think they, I think this tweet that went viral from uh, there's two of them. One of them that went viral from howling mutant and they mm-hmm. fact checked him on something. And I said, but it's spiritually true about Adam Savage Oh yeah, because
0: Adam Savage's sister or something tried was it, to sue was him over some uh, of a, over an assault, but yeah, uh, but then you know, it never went to it court. It was fact check saying that you know the mom claims that the daughter is mentally ill or whatever, and yeah,
1: yeah, but spiritually but it, true. It's spiritually true. Yeah, the other one I saw was um, it was <laughs> it was so hilarious. It's that failed actor comedian that hates Trump, the uh, Michael Rapaport. Yeah. Where he like fact they fact it's so pathetic they fact checked him where he inserted audio of trying like when New York was like I don't know people in the streets were like they're trying to escort Marjorie Taylor Greene uh, on the street and they like there was like almost like a riot. Did you see and, her like, on sixty minutes? Uh, yeah. She didn't she body that one. She body Leslie Stahl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but they that's like put pedos too. <laughs> was great no but then michael rapaport took the filming of like trying to you know new yorkers trying to kick out marjorie taylor green and he like inserted audio of himself berating her like a total psycho but he wasn't actually out in the street it was like he just took a video and like spliced an audio of him yelling at her that was a fact check that elon did
0: great you no, know. I didn't see that though. That's funny. Yeah, it's hilarious. So yeah, um, Paulus's point is is that community notes is a moderation system that you can apply for, but once you're in, you can rate and submit community notes. Uh, it's a powerful way to hold media orgs accountable. Um, you know, adding context to this underneath tweets in real time. Um, you know, which of course Nancy Pelosi's like thing here is basically saying like you have a try, you have the right to prove innocence because you know you're guilty until proven innocent in America, really. Um, and then other times, right, you have Apple AirTag to track down person who stole his truck and shoots him dead. Um, as per the New York Post own story on the matter, the suspect pulled a weapon on the owner of the vehicle who then shot and killed the suspect, missing the important. You know, this is how you can do it. Yeah, um, there are two ways to do it. You can sign up for community no- signing up for a community notes account or using it as a regular Twitter user um it requires meeting specific criteria and going through the process of verification which can take a few weeks he's got a whole Substack post on this which i will link in the uh comment section for you all to read
1: should i pay for twitter blue should i get verified
0: um i don't know i i haven't paid for it yet i haven't decided oh also if you guys haven't noticed there's a little doge up there now oh god um so if you have your if you have some money to spend, we have hump, a super chat pump and dump your shit coins
1: yeah there you go
0: because <laughs> i don't i don't know how that won't be um later investigated by the sec or whatever
1: oh my god Elon
0: doesn't care A man that no, truly does no, not doesn't. give a fuck um but the mainstream media derives much of its power from the illusion of objectivity. In order to denude the media of its power, their biases and inaccuracies must be exposed wherever possible. Ideally, there should be a community notes on every single tweet made by an MSM organization. So he's calling, uh, Paulus is calling for us to apply or create a community notes account for the sole purpose of fact-checking and bodying the uh, mainstream media, which I'm I- all for on Twitter.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, I was going to write this uh, blog post once w- years ago. Um, it was over like a Mike Cernovich tweet where he was like pointing out something from like a previous article where I said that um, capping tweets. And- My take was that in was that they- by capping tweets and capping older versions of articles that the right wing is doing this like weird form of online Samistat and mm-hmm. uh, guerrilla subversion where you could like literally point to people as they say it as they try to deflect. And so in a way, this is a form of like guerrilla ontology to quote the uh, Robert Anton Wilson term in that you are subverting people's very belief in these institutions by literally fact-checking the fact-checkers, which I know was kind of like a <laughs> Twitter now officially is Randall from recess. mode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Randall Weins. Um That wamps. Oh my God. <laughs> No, but I feel like it's a way of subverting people's expectations in their own capacity to believe in these mainstream institutions, which, I mean, the past two years, three years has demonstrated, I mean, really since Trump has demonstrated that they will enact any sort of, like, exception to their own quote-unquote standards if it means that they have to get the agenda pushed through. So, in a way, it's, um, you know what I mean? It's like, uh, I feel that, the community posts like myth pilot hit the nail on the head. It can be, it can be a tool. It could be a way of disarming the propagandists themselves. Now, I don't think that it will be that effective because they'll just lie regardless. I mean, you could spend time pointing out hypocrisies and lies all the time, but it's not going to uh, affect power at its root. But at the same time, it does, I think provide a, an interesting tool of a counter narrative against
0: yeah but i mean if you yeah. were to put a community notes like feasibly speaking if you could put a community notes disclaimer right you yeah know, context additionally from like our guys that is on tweets that get millions of views that's still i think that's still pretty good i mean it doesn't get to the, yeah. root of the problem like you said but you have them literally have a fact check underneath their own prop like their own sh- like their own tweets that's a pretty good it's not a bad endeavor to pursue, in my personal opinion.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, hundred percent.
0: So yeah, I'm I'm kind of for it. Oh yeah. But I mean, we'll we'll only see, or they'll do a no you and triple check the counter check, maybe right? But that's additional effort that they have to expend on their part. So I mean, if yeah, that means triple some check poor, is just ridiculous. Then if no one that means some it. poor Janny or some poor intern at CNN has to like fat check my own. Uh, you know, con- additional context to like the uh, debauchery of Don Lemon, so be it. Yeah, but you know, the- just the disclaimer makes the headline ten percent um, less effective. I mean, that's that that's good, right? We need oh, to yeah, we-, we need to be mocking yeah. and embodying these institutions.
1: Oh, yeah. uh, before we get oh. to super chat, mocking these institutions.
0: Taleb said, "Why is there a dog on my screen?" Also, eight dollars. Uh, oh. <laughs> uh you know nice so so be it i like you know so it's fine i i know jay ford tagged me that i know there's music to it oh okay it's just him doing a text-to-speech of the meme okay because you never know with yeah. on memes i don't want to get a copyright struck but yes uh before the super chess what did you have to say
1: um did you see the the high school from 2002 video on twitter yeah and everyone asking why there's so many white people <laughs> like no but it's like i remember that one time we did something else like that about the meme from the 50s it's like nobody was ever happy nothing was ever good back then um i had this tweet that i deleted because i had four private t- code tweets and i always get annoyed when that happens but also i don't want it to like lift off um where i said that these people pointing out like they were racist and homophobic back then like also, like, you know, America was much different in 2002, I remember, yeah. uh, North America. And it's like, it's funny I said that. Terminal, like, left Norwood millennials. they have to now up themselves out of the thing that really constitute millennials, which is nostalgia for our childhoods. They have to up themselves into thinking, like, after the 2010s, that basically the world was essentially like the Jim Crow South before the year of 2010 before 2012 it's like the world was this barbaric evil place that hunted down uh gay people and whatever and it's like they have to essentially destroy and mind kill their own capacity for nostalgia now by saying that 2002 in high school was this uniquely barbaric and evil place for bi pocs and lgbtq plus i blah 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 like it's Really, quite fascinating. Um, Mm -hmm. And they're like, what about 9 11? What about Columbine? What about this? It's like nothing was ever good. Your childhood was terrible. It's like well, okay, get over but there's a over. reason why they do
0: that, though. Yeah, of they they yeah. sigh off themselves into the position of perpetual revolution. Nothing was that good ten yeah. years ago. I mean, just exactly. look at the shootings. Look at you know, look at you. You people were calling each other you know you know f slurs all the time on yeah uh, as a regular Which word. Which we were,
1: but it was <laughs> yeah, it was
0: great. I mean, I could call my best friend a, a you know a retarded gaylord. Like, you, <laughs> you know that gay was Lord? it was con- oh, yes, I it was a glorious time being yeah. a bully um it was good back then (laughs) that was like the PS. this is my favorite green text of all time let's just take a 1990s high school bully and put them into 2015 or 2018 high schools yeah um yeah old media isn't an incredibly untapped resource and you don't even have to go that far back in time like i know a lot of people love to do the like 1920s or 1904 1896 where it's a totally alien environment but i mean 2002 right like yeah uh, and this is also the the fate the, but this also ha- has the same pitfalls of wanting to go back to the 90s but i mean imagine what kind of you know seizure or aneurysm i could put one of these like legalized sex work type people i'm yeah. like all right you're going to be strapped to a chair and you have to watch american pie you know <laughs> they would lose their brains they yeah. they they'd swallow their own tongue um you know <laughs> And so it's just a mess. And like, but remember, kids, they can never take away what you said on Xbox Live in two thousand seven on a Halo no, 3 or can't. Call of Duty lobby. I um, love how like when oh yeah, or are Meet exposed. the Fockers, right with Gaylord Focker.
1: Oh god, like I love when Zoomers are exposed to like older millennial media, and they can't. They're like, what? Like that's like again, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I just like, think I'll, it's I'll, really I'll just say this.
0: Like even with adult animation too, like you know, they're every every frame (laughs) every frame of Super Jail is better than anything made by Netflix's original like productions. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Story, Super Jail is aged like a fine wine, and I will defend that.
1: Paul Moosefoot, you're hundred percent correct. Two thousand two is amazing. Yeah, it was. I remember two thousand two. It was pretty cool. It's pretty so, yeah, good.
0: savor the memories of more sane times. That's true. I mean, I said that to Kruptos last yeah. week when he when we recorded our conversation. I said there are times where, um, even in my life now, where I'm like uh, we're we're close with friends at our parish and they've got two young kids, well, not three, but they're playing in the yard and we're all talking and having a cup of coffee. And it's just like, I'm gonna remember this moment when shit gets really bad,
1: yeah, yeah, um, you remember those times. You, you're gonna
0: remember those times, yeah. Or our band section leader going to round us up saying, hey,
1: queers, you know, that's <laughs> so true.
0: So yeah, true. Man.
1: I, like, to quote Chuck Diner from Death, savor all you feel and all you see, things that may not seem so important now, but maybe tomorrow. In other words, maybe they will be important tomorrow. You never know. Oh, man, you were born that year? He was born in 2002? Bro. <gasps> 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 <laughs> feeling old man you were born in the 21st century i better go die of a heart attack yeah better better early 2000s pe- yeah exactly i have such a big heart on for early 2000s aesthetics man that's why i want that's like again, uh, the-
0: bring back the emo girls bring back yeah, girls when they didn't have penises
1: no it's funny when you watch kink though it's total like early 2000s core like it's yeah um or that too snes know? to back and watch house m well house md is not that great but i watch there's all some subversion
0: into it but i mean yeah casual, right. you know curmudgeons imagine living in a millennium with a crusade <laughs> imagine not living in a millennium with a crusade in it oh there's a great woke crusade now but did
1: know. they have the crew they had like the crusade was yet to ramp up in 2002 but certainly it was there it was there it in academia yeah no but even like even like in common parlance of like communities that like if you were a part of like i don't know the gay community to quote aj styles if you're a part of the gay community in vancouver in 2002 then you knew about terms like pansexual or whatever but not like it was very quaint it was very like you know give us our rights it's like that nowadays it's like the total like there was a flip a switch that did unironically flip in like 2000 12 2013 there was something that happened um yeah you know so basically the matrix called it when they said uh 1999 was the height of the human civilization yeah exactly i mean i'm sure i'm, I'm assuming Bre- Brandon danielson that you watched um that emblem documentary so it's same thing that 2002 babies can buy alcohol now yeah exactly it is pretty insane yeah um they can also buy tobacco now
0: so yeah um. During smoke, Occupy smoke your
1: kids. Uh, smoke your six kids. Exactly, hundred percent. I agree. Go and buy Hestia cigarettes. are good friends <laughs> Hestia. <laughs> look kinds. at look at Jacob. I miss the quaint F slur G- <laughs> Oh, I, I do miss that quaint. Uh, it, was, it was a better time. If you if you if you uh, search, there is one um, clip of Kink on on uh, YouTube. That's pretty good. It's from the second season. But uh, I look way older than 20. Well, that's pretty good. Um, yeah, the, the 2013 college campus. Yeah. Do you remember Duke Lacrosse? <laughs> SD Society Cigarettes, Patrick. Uh. <laughs> um, Duke Lacrosse was, I think, like one of those shelling points. Do you remember Duke Lacrosse? The, the incident where they said the whole team but it was like totally fake
0: yeah yeah it was one of the first things that came oh do
1: you remember jackie virginia was it virginia U? I don't remember that one it was the rolling stones one jackie oh the are you talking about like the original mattress girl no, yeah the original mattress girl not emma solkowitz but jackie didn't exist and then uh then of course emma solkowitz was fake mattress girl mm. but um jackie was the you yeah you was it you virginia the one where, like, the Rolling Stones totally, like, almost made up this girl. Yeah, UVA, UVA. Jackson, oh, the UVA, UVA girl. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: yeah. Rolling Stone had to almost... Well, didn't get sued?
1: Yeah, they did, okay, yeah. yeah. yeah yeah. Um, But, Ugh. no, Emma Solkowitz was uh, in Columbia. Was it Columbia? I forget. She carried her on the mattress. Um, I thought Eleanor Roosevelt was the original mattress girl. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I find that funny?
0: Oh boy. Um well Isn't
1: Eleanor Roosevelt a communist?
0: Uh, Eleanor Roosevelt was a communist and a lesbian, so I mean
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, she... oh I get original mattress girl, I get it. Pillowbiter, I get it. Yeah, pillowbiter. Yeah. You can't say that nowadays, that's offensive, but
0: 12. She was a
1: lesbian. I didn't know that.
0: Alleged lesbian, but I'm gonna go with lesbian anyway because it's not like a man with severe polio, cheating, yeah. alcoholism, and multiple chronic illnesses was really gonna take the time to plow her anyway.
1: Was uh was was Franklin banging uh interns in the White House? I don't know if he was. Well, uh, you know, they were banging him. But, I mean, okay. he's got to roll around in his chair to get to him. Who knew? Yeah. He but he, yeah I, I, there was some infidelity issues i think like it's actually a high shockingly high percentage of first ladies that are alleged to be lesbians mm. you know me because i think like being attracted to like powerful men but also like pulling the strings but also like you know what i mean like there's something there i don't know Nancy Reagan was pure as the driven snow, though. Nancy Reagan was pure.
0: And as pure as the driven snow that she was telling people to just say no to.
1: Exactly. 100%. You know what's funny? It was that picture of Ronald Reagan in the plane with his 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 like his sweatpants. His sweatpants. Yeah, that's hilarious. I love that photo. It's, that's how I. That's Pretty how cool. I.
0: That's how I go to
1: work every day.
0: <laughs> well, I work from home, so I'm literally in a there pair. This is also why I'm not camming because I'm not dressed for being on camera. But like, I'm literally in a pair of gray sweats that have like a fleece inner lining. <laughs> <laughs> I am I am cozy max to the fucking top. You have no idea these are so i wear shorts
1: almost every like even the winter i wear shorts i don't like pants. i, I agree with that that is the like ultimate
0: pants. white man flex
1: yeah man i don't like pants bro wearing pants. shorts
0: in the winter yeah. is the ultimate flex
1: i even like go outside like with in the winter with shorts but i have like my uh my uh i do that when it like when it occasionally or...
0: snows out here i'll put on like socks and i'll put yeah. on boots and i'll be in a pair of basketball shorts walking the dog <laughs> Oh, that's a good
1: time. I agree with BAP though. I don't like pants are too restrictive, bro. It's, well, something that, it's like they're but it's like, I don't know. It's like, I don't know.
0: I can't wear shorts into my church. So
1: <laughs> yeah, true.
0: Uh, pants are fine. But now on to the wonderful section of the show, the Super Chats. The Digital Archipelago is sponsored by viewers like you with your generous support, whether it be $2 or even as much as 100 euros throughout the history of the show. Your ongoing support allows this kind of comedy and the best buddy cop duo on the internet right now to maintain and continue.
1: Top of the sector!
0: So, with that, on to the super chats. Our Let's lines get ready are open. to
1: shoot wow, for the super chats. Yes. There you go. Our the lines and operators are
0: standing by. Go to the pinned comment.
1: We got Arsenius back there. We got Bartholomew the Red. We got who who else has a wrench for you? Vingal. I have um, a few. Does Arsinius have one? No. I
0: don't know. Sean Wyland does. Sean Wyland has been a long time. He's back on the helpful. phones there. Yeah, Spasticus Autisticus is on the phones, ready to answer. We'll be ready to deal with you.
1: But he, he really tucks your ear off when you when you answer the phones. Like it's <laughs> Spasticus, he like goes on like he did oh man, yeah. it's it's he, hilarious he watching. Is it. There
0: at the phone lines, ready. He will make you feel welcome. So uh <laughs> sneeding away. I will start with the entropy ones now. To make By the sure. way, did you
1: did you see spasticus? Did you see the recent ALA poll? No, I did not. I, I saw I saw it and I I told uh i commented on aristophanes's tweet about it i said ale is literally just like proposing stuff that a 15 year old on urban dictionary would like say oh was this in, like, the one about like what if you went back in time and you like you know you could, what you, you could to your save past her. self
0: you could save her
1: Uh, Maybe 20 years ago. Uh, All major credit cards are
0: accepted. This is true. But all right, uh, on to the entropy chats first before I can pull up the YouTube ones. So, uh, not Omegan for $3 US says, the only (laughs) solution is essentially Australia. Not feasible in today's world. Maybe when Elon makes space travel possible. (laughs) (laughs) So there you go. Um, Mr. J. Forbes for $15 US in the light and heart and
1: spirit.
0: $15? Of this profile picture right now, he just says need.
1: Nice. So thank wait, you. where is he from?
0: Uh, Jay Ford. He's in the U.S.
1: No, but like you were saying, you're gonna say the, from the heart of America. Is oh no, I'm from sure. the
0: heart of the profile picture, the heart and spirit of it
1: all. Oh, okay. I thought you were gonna say, I thought you I have no idea where location. he's from.
0: It's not my business. <laughs> He's from from every
1: town from an undisclosed
0: midwestern Fuhrer bunker, as uh (laughs) described Charles Haywood. I like that phrase. You know,
1: there's this guy in rural Ontario who built this like bunker that's like a mini like complex underneath his house. It's like crazy. I gotta look him up. Um I forget the exact name of it. Um then there's that guy that that did the the they did the film Fly Away Home off of. He built his own like bunker house. I liked that movie yeah that's a real story i mean yeah it's a. Uh, it's too bad that what's bit. his name is a lib but like <laughs> what's it you know he did the, the speech about 30 percent of americans believe in angels this country's stupid oh he wrote that yeah what's his name oh that's um, oh, wait wait
0: wait wait are you telling me aaron sorkin the guy behind the west wing in the newsroom did fly away home
1: no no he didn't do fly away home but the same actor what's his name that played the president oh Jeff. Daniel's, yeah Jeff Daniels, yeah yeah okay. yeah fly away home is be... ironically kino it's great i was like that's cool. a really
0: like kino movie where yeah. like the worst bits happen um in tragedy but yeah, yeah. um <laughs> okay i was about to get really upset if you told me aaron sorkin wrote fly away home no, i was you know, like i was going home. to um say redacted things um but darth kilhoon for three dollars u.s state labor programs as a form of sentence would be more economical of a solution imagine instead of prison a man is sentenced to a labor battalion to say build a you mean like chain gangs in the 1920s yeah Yeah, i mean oh here's the other thing there's that um there's a firefighting show on i guess a streaming service i don't know which one uh it is called but let me see if i can find it i think it's called i don't know i think it's called fire Um, Country. It's one oh, of the guys, yeah, yeah. and my my parents love it to death, but apparently the premise is that these guys are inmates and they do, like, service and stuff like that, and I'm thinking to myself, well, like, prison
1: labor? Yeah,
0: I mean, probably a up, sure, right? But, like, I'm thinking to myself, kind of base to have, like, prisoners doing labor and doing shit that could, you know, get them killed. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: I don't know about that, though. Okay, I am pro prisoners doing jobs and job training and labor, but I think the problem is that it can only work in an economy that is revamped in America because what happens is a lot of these prisons are in like post-industrial Rust Belt towns and they have essentially like slave labor wages that they give to prisoners. And so what happens is they undercut industry within the greater towns by basically having these factory positions staffed by prisoners. And so Hmm. that's the only, my problem I have with it. If you can find a way to balance cheap prison labor with a, a better economic system, then, yeah. you know, yeah. That's the only thing I... I never thought that until I saw a documentary on it. I'm like, yeah, that does make sense. It undercuts... Uh, native industry, so yeah, yeah.
0: Mahi Mahi for three dollars US. If you had a notebook within which you could write a person's name and all his social media presence would be annihilated, name three people each whose names you so Death Magold,
1: Note... not <laughs> Um, the uh, third one is complicated,
0: Ayla. Uh, okay. Um, so if I'm death noting three people's entire social media presence, who would it be?
1: Oh, yeah, my crazy stalker who's no no he's he's posting into the wind on Master. uh, Mastodon. uh no. contrapoints contra would points points one I'm trying to think like I don't I just block people I don't like I don't
0: um no I, but it, but t- okay. okay
1: terms of greatest damage though oh, greatest is probably damage
0: contra points is definitely up there um, AOC
1: maybe <laughs> Ben Shapiro <laughs> look at the <laughs>
0: So, okay, all right, all
1: right, all right, all right, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. I got it. Okay. I points. I have one, but I can't say, or else it's going to cause problems. Oh, for really? For us, yeah.
0: That's a great super chat, though. I mean, I like the way, yeah, way to great. go. Um, entire social media. I <laughs> three times. Oh, that's great. That's great. That's great. Um, no, no, no. Okay, so it'll be in terms of greatest damage in terms of social media. Um, contra points. I'm probably going to also just say Pokemane because I think that that whole yeah. synth industry is pretty god awful.
1: That's cool, right there. Um, yeah.
0: Absolutely cool. And then I would probably get rid of um, Liz Brunig.
1: Yeah, but she left Twitter though. Oh, so... she's gone
0: off Twitter, so we'll take
1: that back. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... Vouch is a good choice though. Vouch is probably a good
0: choice. Well, that's why I said contra points because if you get rid of contra points, you probably don't get Vouch.
1: Yeah. True. True. No, no, if you get rid of Destiny, you don't get Vosch. But yeah, ContraPoints, because pro- you so, wouldn't get so, the whole bread tube apparatus for yeah, those. Without- yeah, yeah, so, yeah, so, so, right. so ContraPoints,
0: I'm going to go with um would Spencer Main, or? and then the third one would probably be... I'm trying to think, who do I really hate? Like, I don't have a lot of people that I really can't stand. Oh, I would get rid of Hassan.
1: Yeah, Probably. Yeah.
0: Sorry, I like I, I get rid of that. Like, <laughs> any sort of obnoxious, like inter like incestuous leftist relationship, I get rid of them. That's fine. Yeah. I'd go with those three. And I, that if you ask you know what, ask that question again next Thursday. Yeah. I guarantee you it'll be a different answer.
1: Look, people saying Tim Pool, Tim Gruel, T. Y. Tim, Tim Tim Cole. Yeah, Tim Cole. Maybe T Y T because TYT I remember from a long time ago. Like it's, they were, yeah, they were back denk, then,
0: you know, that'd be pretty good. Or just the TYT blow. in general, just let Sam Hyde go to town. So true. Um, Mahi, Mahi, this is probably one of the better super chats I've ever gotten. Thank you yeah. so much. Um, not Omegon for $3. U S says I feel for you prude. I feel as if people would see me as a glowy if I ever started making political stuff. This is why I stick to my creative endeavors. Ah, well, I, I don't feel so bad for people asking, um, you know, for people making assumptions. I mean, I'm just a military brat. That's all. Uh, Namu Zed for $15. Thank you so much. Got burnt out on old media and right-wing reactionary content, Started realizing consuming all the time was a problem. Finding joy in other things has helped and inspired me to create content I enjoy.
1: 100%. 100%. I consume way less stuff than Unless I to. Unless you're consuming me and Prude's content. That's different. But...
0: May we be the notable exceptions in your <laughs> lives, but um, I actually consume way less political content than I used to. And I've been reading more books because there's a man who hates me that made a really good point that once said you shouldn't be offshoring your moral and intellectual judgments to other people. So I've been consuming less and reading more. So I've got that going for me. Um, Munchy Wolf sent me for $3 US. uh, Mm, Munchy Wolf. Saying, oh, this is an AA tweet. Okay. He says, I've noticed... Oh, I'm just going to put it up here. Clever, you used um, the entropy stuff to post links rather than to... uh, Yeah. I don't really mind all that much, but let me go present. Share screen. This is from uh, AA's Twitter. Uh, And it says, I've noticed that Normie and Blue Pill are on the list. The FBI FBI might as well listed the word the... Oversight project. Terms like looks maxing Chad and Stacy will get you on the FBI's list for incel violent extremism.
1: I'm sure I'm probably on some Canadian list.
0: Yeah. Terms like cell, Chad, um, (laughs) femoid. I love Uh, you. I used to say woman. Just be first. It's over. Eldar. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Neat. Normie, blue pill, red pill, black pill, rope, Stacy. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) unbelievable okay well that's interesting i'm not surprised that they have that since they made a big deal over um
1: most people in america have used those words yeah i mean but point. i'm also
0: not surprised in respects to what happened with the whole joker thing yeah but this comes from the oversight project leading oh they're Overs- gonna
1: ruin joker bro they're gonna ruin joker too
0: oh because they have I'm him with lady a, gaga a GF or
1: whatever yeah lady Gaga, lady gag I mean, remember mark dice he's like <laughs> katie katie uh fairy uh lady Kaka, remember that um yeah. lady gaga is gonna be harley quinn his psycho you know it's funny because there's this one well,
0: it was i think Pauly. this is the one tweet i liked recently from spinach Bra was just like they've ruined like the one incel superhero and gave him a gf there,
1: there was that one guy that's got an avatar of paulie from sopranos where he's like the uh banged everyone in the institution stare everyone in the asylum stare (laughs) oh
0: uh they're making a joker musical apparently well i wouldn't be surprised they've done a okay i this is my theater side showing but they have a musical of american psycho with matt smith as patrick bateman
1: (laughs) it's pretty good oh man Um,
0: i would you can listen to the whole uh original cast recording from london and it's actually really good yeah uh and then the last um, entropy Super Chat is from Owen Zaleski for $3 US. He says, Evening gents, happy Holy Thursday. Thank you for recommending the books. I got them this week and started reading them. Also reading uh H.O.L. Oh, House of Leaves for Book Club. Oh, also, nice. would narrative web comics work for Twitter?
1: Um, it, I've seen it before. It Probably it would work. Yeah, I've seen um,
0: it. So yeah, I, I mean, and it helps you build a following, especially if you're building a story. Like for instance, there's a lot of like... Twitter based horror sci-fi fiction that is done solely through tweets. Like the sun vanished is a really good example.
1: I've never seen that. I guess look into that.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's been going on for like a year and a half now and it's pretty interesting. Like the sun disappears and you got aliens and shit and it's all set out through tweets and little videos that are being edited that are like dark and stuff and it's pretty good and yeah we're probably on that fbi watch yeah, list now every, of every, Mr. P. every P. episode P. <laughs> of the dig- every other word of the so true we're, we're on so many watch lists there look at
1: j4 implying the first joker wasn't bad you know i have to always defend it because i wrote that article in the american Sun about it called clown among the ruins you can still find it but i i get i know why bapton liked it the like gay man with the vase pain he called it because mm. it really is just like it kind of is like approved dissent in a way i don't know stacy's mom had got it going there you on, go on. There you uh go. everyone
0: wave to the feds kids everyone's sending a little hand wave uh emoji right now go wave to the feds <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah you could definitely mr uh, zaleski you could definitely make that work uh, on there so now it's time for me to do the wonderful scrolling to find the youtube super oh yeah
1: them on screen so while i do that geo what do you have for us Tomorrow I come out with a uh, content minded, another solo variety mega show. Uh, hopefully I get it all done. Uh, and yeah, and it's going to be great next week. I'm going to release the trad Western art um, episode. And uh, you said, we're going to have to do a pre-recording for next week, maybe for you. Yes. So, yeah that's gonna we'll see what happens with that maybe we'll get dan baltic who knows and also have it. a pretty good interview this mo- monday with a good yeah. friend of mine uh, all right it's it's alexander adams so oh, there you go yeah um that's gonna be great i can't believe i had him on before you yeah i know man yeah um but we'll see what happens uh also probably monday i'll try to get done the uh following episode of art after metaphysics see what happens i think i have to go somewhere this weekend though just like a family thing for easter but that mm-hmm. probably won't take that long uh we'll see what happens um yeah so that's what uh my my week next week's gonna be planned out and just other than that like trying to gun through my book i have to write the short article for this art thing magazine uh, on my gilet jaune series of paintings that i totally forgot about a few years ago that mm. i did but uh yeah so i'm gonna bring it back all right um, yeah all right well
0: let's go down to the super chat so glow well, we have dark- a
1: pretty we have a hot one but it's only like a 29 $2 tweet but yeah let's we read you know, them We'll all. get to it. We'll
0: get to it. one um, in the Dark for $10 says Neocons is the only name I can think of that we use e- for economically right but socially left. They care not for us cultural conservative issues. They just want corporate protections with pro war. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, I, I would almost thank just you, say Thank you, Colin in the
1: Dark, a great patron. Thank you. $10. So, yeah, sorry, go ahead. I mean, that's
0: just basically like regime 101
1: stooge. Um, America, the American political system, I, unironically fears um economically left socially right like that is the big bane of their existence the american ruling well that's the class. big
0: political voting base that everyone keeps pointing to that yeah. republicans keep ignoring
1: the MAGA chuds
0: yeah yeah jd for five pounds says how many 10 hour uh efap streams do you need to watch of snarky sanctimonious commentary to get that most media is awful but jump on good propaganda what is efap every frame a pause which is the podcast that Mahler and several friends do they share the jenny yes that's fame for not a very long time so like most of these streams are forever because of super chats because they they go through all of them they answer them all most of the time and so they'll they'll have maybe like an hour to th- th- like like our show's length of covering yeah. media or video essays or people's takes and then they'll go to super chats um I mean, I used to watch it, but long before I made my YouTube channel, but I don't watch it now. Um, so I really can't say. I still like Mahler's work, but outside of that, I don't watch, like I said, I don't watch a lot of like media commentary or stuff anymore. I just Fishy don't consume Frenzy's, as much.
1: Yeah, Fishy Frenzy said his co star, Rags, is a furry a, a gay. They're, guy not, furry. they're not righties. Yeah.
0: So I'm not really, it's, you know, not my. Was the Jenny Necklace ones good? it was like one episode they covered jenny nichols the last jedi video oh. and then she posted the video on twitter where it was like the whole lengthy 10-hour stream she's like i can't believe these people made like a seven-hour video on my discussion and just i guess there's i guess that was kind of their claim to fame in some respects i well, mean well, Mahler I was already pretty this. famous for his star wars videos
1: star wars uh sargon goes in efap yeah, Even he was on EFAP. Oh my God. I think that was
0: just the 2020 episode where they, they, they always do big celebrations on 50, 100 and so They had Sargon on for a little bit.
1: Oh no, but the name EFAP is. Oh yeah. Hilarious. Every frame of
0: training, every frame of pause.
1: No, but you know, FAP, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah.
0: Um, fap. But fishy frenzy for five pounds says, in the Paul Schrader movie, the Walker Woody Harrelson plays as a Southern queer, not a great film, but his performance is somewhat unintentionally funny.
1: I think I, I saw would, that. Maybe I, I
0: wouldn't be surprised i haven't yeah. seen it um can uh internet friend for three dollars canadian says so what are we thinking about with regards to twitter's new nafo logo oh it's the not an doge. logo it's just a doge it's just a doge so pump and dump your shit coins kids <clears throat> pump and dump those doge coins uh, i think I love... it gets rid of it for a week after a week uh, I don't know. it'll be gone soon if it stays for any length of period of time i'm kind of for it but you know um well the awful doggo is a different iteration yeah, different of doggo. iteration you know. there's a taxonomy that you have to follow to it get looks it. more retarded <laughs> <laughs> son of haster for five dollars says oh wow geo you were on that space this is what i get for having a normal sleep schedule
1: yeah it was it was mr d called me up and i i felt obliged and cal was on and uh charlie was on for a bit and semi gog and uh What's his name? The Australian guy,
0: uh, Mr. Guard, or it's,
1: it's, yeah, Guard, yeah yeah, 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 Chris yeah, yeah. Guard, Chris Guard, who yeah. makes some unironically
0: un- based musical bits. He did one about the new YouTube CEO. He had to take off Twitter.
1: <laughs> oh my God!
0: Uh, our good friend Patrick Casey restoring order with a two dollars. Two dollars. Thank you, sir. Greatly Thank appreciate it. Um, you know, we we oh,
1: also oh, that reminds me. Tonight, go and watch. Is it on? No, it's not restoring. Go watch Oren McIntyre tonight. It's, is it right after our stream?
0: It is later tonight at, I will get you the exact same time. He goes, uh, Oren McIntyre will be live tonight covering um the Passage Press and Unqualified Reservations with our good friends. Good Lord, when did he make this stream? Uh, the Legacy of Unqualified Reservations. It'll be live in three hours at 8 p.m. Eastern is must-see TV with our good friends Lomez and Astral of the Astral Flight Podcast. So you exactly. will go tune into that. Go to go to Oren's channel later it's this season. Astral's evening.
1: first time being on Oren. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, it'll be great. I unfortunately probably can only watch a little bit of it live through intermission because I have to watch the uh, Leafs-Bruins game tonight. But I'll probably try to watch it. I'll try to watch it. Um, and
0: I will be on Oren McIntyre again this Monday.
1: I think I'm going to be on Orin maybe sometime in the future because usually me and last things go on together. So we'll see what happens. You and
0: last things make a good duo for media criticism.
1: But he can never replace you, Prude. Oh, well, I'm done. I'm yeah. flattered. <laughs> oh, is it is it time for... Uh, I forget who said the super chat, but I'm, I'm excited for we're, it. We're getting, there. getting uh, there. Seeing a girl this Saturday and taking her to the Easter vigil. I'm sorry, nice.
0: Geo. I'm not a true cell any longer.
1: Oh, you bastard. Can't believe <laughs>
0: I can't believe you, Bartholomew the Red. Well, Mr. Red, I hope it goes very well. Um, yeah. May you all no, I hope a- it
1: goes terrible.
0: I hope it goes well. And then no, you ha- enjoy a, a glorious <laughs> I hope it goes Sunday well. of the Resurrection.
1: Misery loves company. No. How did Jay Burton pull Boyce before Geo? I know John Carter. My God. I think he just asked. I think Benji... I- <laughs> Jay Burton just asked. <laughs> no, but Benjamin Boyce has to ask me, okay? That's how it works. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, have I'm you not? am I'm the been talent. A- Have
0: you not been on his show yet? I've not
1: been on it yet. Someone should give him a nudge. He's had me,
0: Orange, Charlemagne, Dave, the Distributist. Yeah. It's a miracle. Someone's got to give him a nudge. Oh, uh, Glow in the Darks for $10 says, ha, 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 just thought about it. They had to race swap uh, white supremacist MAGA supporters in the Simulet case because it was a Hollywood production and needed more
1: diversity (laughs) hires. They needed to get Hotep MAGA supporters. They sure did. And they got (laughs) them. $10? Uh, QWERTY, in the dark qwerty
0: uh zz7 for five dollars canadian so even male on male sexual violence has gotten even more gay press f
1: i know oh yeah a? this is
0: back on our prison discourse yeah because america's got a weird obsession with that
1: i can't believe don lemon like explained prison sex to normies watching, like boomer liberals watching cnn while they're doing their laundry in like a laundromat that's crazy
0: well, it's like that too in like airport, you know, lobbies and yeah. things like that. Just everywhere.
1: It's yeah. It's same with C B C over here. Go to McDonald's, we'll have it. I
0: love this uh deep fried dough just comfy lads profile picture for
1: 999 mm.
0: US. Is the future of policing going to be pharma and psychologists running law enforcement along with AI pre crime technology trying to persecute everything? Yes. Yeah, except it, they'll have to use models that are anti racist.
1: Yeah. So. No, no, it'll be. They'll try to sort of uh, have a more mass-produced version of therapy. Fully like I said, go to watch luxury
0: gay space longhouse.
1: It, yeah, exactly. New liberalism, unironically, create glorious gay luxury. Um, space longhouse, communist. space <laughs> communism. Before, yeah, exactly. Um, it's funny. Like therapy. Um, there is, I think, like in certain cases, but in a way, like for most people that's why i say like go watch the youtuber daniel mackler who used to be a therapist and he like left it because he saw how in some ways how dehumanizing it is in some ways mm. uh but yeah um there will be like th- there will be therapists with guns that'll tell you that you're problematic in the future
0: the long house will be automated
1: yeah minority report but ignoring minorities <laughs> <laughs>
0: there's just like every episode of law and order
1: yeah, so what Terry Ovitz said, minority report, but ignoring minority. Oh. So true. Oh my God.
0: Janislav for 9 99 US says another payment in the installment plan for your back catalog. Thoughts on dark maga as an aesthetic, as a meme, and as politics. You
1: know what's funny is that, um, th- like, that, that one hilarious lolcal that used to be obsessed with me, now he's like, Posting into a void on Mastodon, he thought that I created Dark Maga. I did not create Dark Maga. It was Elrad. I merely just hosted the Twitter space with Elrad and Conan and uh, Bizarre. Who was it? Elrad, Conan, and Astral. And uh, I, I, I don't know. I think it was a funny meme. But I think that nowadays the possibility of Trump doing uh, like any sort of like revenge fantasy on the glow on the on the globalists i I don't know i don't think it's gonna happen Mm. um i think that he'll get the nomination but the fantasy of dark maga is much more of an interesting meme aesthetic political idea than anything that's gonna happen in reality um i don't know
0: oh let's see here I, I mean, for me, I like the aesthetic. It, it illustrates sort of a, a revitalized energy, like we're you know, like yeah, fool me once type deal.
1: It's twenty sixteen revivalism, yeah. In but it, it's
0: politics. The people that the, the closest thing that you get to dark MAGA are people like running the Center for American Renewal or Andrew Closter and them telling you that, listen, we need to make Schedule F happen as soon as possible and to get like all these bureaucrats out of the White House. Like dark MAGA is literally telling the civil bureaucracy of the united states executive branches to go to to you know be outed like oliver cromwell like you know expanding (laughs) parliament like that's what needs to happen you know for the love of god man get out you know that kind of thing needs to happen um as a meme, I like it. As an aesthetic, it does have 2016 2.0 issues. That yeah,
1: I it's I like it's like, yeah, it's like fash wave. It's like yeah, it's like we're gonna
0: make Trump wave fash wave with a little bit of little dark age tucked in, and it's just like it's cozy to be nostalgic for it. But as politics, I don't know much more than it is. All that it did give birth to, though, was that dark
1: Brandon shit, which is uh... ironic. No, I think that. I mean, we've said it before, and I think it's a re- it's a thing that people don't want to hear, is that the Republican Party will have to... Re- like, Trump is not immortal, okay? Yeah, you the will Republican need to Party- rebrand. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, yeah. They're going to have to restructure the Republican Party in such a way that we'll have to reconcile the fact that there's going to be a huge number of its voting base that it will be disaffected after Trump yeah more or less with the republican party and, and all those people like lindsey graham and and uh mcconnell and uh who's another google guys, i just guy? can't
0: wait for mcconnell to meet you know He's
1: his creator hmm?
0: yeah i can't wait for him to play chess with death
1: yeah which will probably be in another hundred years let's face it like it's these uh, these evil people tend to last a long time they Apparently, really do there's only a few months away from henry kissinger <laughs> turning a hundred
0: so, yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, it's he so is.
1: Jover excessive liberty. It's, it's jover. so Jover.
0: It's so Jover. It's jover. Um, Comfy Lad again for $4.99 says, What was the last truly good decade for film in your guys' opinion?
1: Uh, Early 2000s.
0: Yeah, I was going to say the same.
1: Yeah, maybe I 1990s, mean, early 2000s.
0: Yeah, I, the early aughts still had some banger films. Yeah. Um, and it was also a great time for sci fi kino schlock, the same as the 1990s.
1: Oh, I forgot to mention about Trump. Uh, do you agree with Ben Braddock's take? I agree with it that he had a moment where he could have made one of the most impactful speeches of American presidential history. The fact that it is so historic, but he kind of fumbled. He you just bitched about everything? I don't know which one or which one, when 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 would it have been the speech that me and the one that happened directly after we went back to Mar-a-Lago and he was like talking about crooked Hillary this is unfair like you know oh, the one yeah yeah, yeah. he could have i i he think he also yeah. could
0: have really changed the game if instead of doing this holding a bible and saying and tweeting out law and order he would have had the ultimate win if he had said you know tonight i am deploying the national guard i am federalizing the you know national guard in 12 states Mm-hmm. And we will put down this reckless and violent rioting and flagrant disrespect of law, order and tradition. Like oh, if he had said love. Yeah, if he had said during the summer of Floyd, I am deploying the National Guard and I will put you down like we did during the Rodney King riots, whoo, you
1: know, um, that would have been a change. I but mean, hey, even Diane that. even Diane Feinstein had to like in california had to like tread out rodney king to tell people to, to cool it yeah he's like i can't can't we all just get along that was hilarious and, uh, man
0: and i mean like i say yeah. the early 2000s i say the 2000s as well because like you know you still had some i mean you had things like prestige and yeah other great movies that came out at that time um scrolling 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 Let's see if I can find the next one. Uh, Fan Zeng says, "Bring back scene girls that aren't impossible TMs. So true. Yeah, so true. Bring them back. Bring them back.
1: Scene girl look. Yeah, Yeah.
0: Um, I I, I like my emo girls without penises. Thank you, and I am on the record for that more than one occasion on the show. Um, A lot of emo
1: girls had bad hygiene, though. You got to admit that was one.
0: That was that's that right. was the downfall because it would always it would lead to that awful goofy pencil colored drawing of like damn bitch you live like this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's because they couldn't wash their hair that often. That's no, why they had
0: the hair dye.
1: Yeah, um,
0: John Carter for probably another entertaining super chat. Um, this spr- is the one. Here spr- spr- you go, Mary Kill, Angela Belcamino, Nikki Haley, and Iya.
1: Oh, this is a hard one. Well, Prude, you go first. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> yeah go ahead you know
0: s- stick us out into into public opinion um let's oh, see yeah. here uh, all right off nikki haley just because like that mean of american polit body politics needs to die i can deal uh we're gonna screw i a because that woman obviously knows what she's doing
1: yeah she'd probably be fun for one night uh
0: actually no no, no we're gonna reverse this um Marry Nikki Haley, because that's money and wealth I can marry into and inherit. Uh definitely screw Ia. And then I guess we're just gonna kill Angela Belcamino because what good is a, a 40-year-old roasty harpy ever had for society? So there you go. Yeah, but then um, you
1: but then you screw Dayella, so in some ways she's worse.
0: Yeah, but for one <laughs> night of hedonistic pleasure, I'll take it. True. Um true. so
1: screw Ia, uh,
0: marry Nikki Haley, kill Angela Belcamino, Camino, John Carter. There's your answer.
1: All right. Um uh, me you want me next? It's for both of us. Okay. Um, we answer both
0: super chats. I
1: think the- we'll both marry Nikki Haley. She'd be my mommy GF. My mommy so <laughs> fun, <subcon, and, laughs> you know. She worships the white guys. Um, I'd marry Nikki Haley, hundred percent money. She ain't that bad looking. Um, still got a rockin' body. Uh, yeah, no downside there. Um, I'd probably have to screw Angela Belcamino because I mean she ain't. I don't know I'd have to Off Ayala because Ayala is Objectively evil with what she believes In and what she thinks and what she posts so I don't know I think I don't know I mean Ayala it's a Tough up but I couldn't I see Here's the thing I couldn't get the body Count out of my head that's probably Why I'd have to get rid of Ayala. Mm. Um Because Bel Camino Probably does have Probably a few bodies there but n- I couldn't save Ayala I could. Can you imagine if one of us picked Mary Ella?
0: I think both of us don't. I think both of us have enough self respect to yeah. never say that.
1: No, yeah, ex- ex- exactly. My friend. Ella is unsavable. She's probably possessed. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, Spastic is you, son of a bitch! Oh, no! I haven't no! seen it. I
0: haven't seen you it. We're, I'm going in order.
1: You bastard! They blew it up!
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's pretty great. Um, uh, we'll get to that one in just a minute. I still have a few more that we I need to do. I not even
1: know the one he put there. Anyways, sorry. The Go... <laughs> uh, super chats are rolling in for you, bro.
0: Holy yeah, crap. Yeah, it's, it's been a good day. Yeah. Um,
1: Patrick Casey says, favorite Western novel
0: reading Blood Meridian at the moment?
1: I don't have one.
0: Um, I don't know. I'm glad that he, he, um, he prefaced it with Western novel because my favorite novel of all time is The Brothers Karamazov um so movie uh western books that i have read that i can remember that i enjoyed the shootest uh glennon swarthout 19 something it's a more recent it's a i think it's a 70s or 80s western book um there's a great series called well, it was a series i guess what you could call it um yeah Lieutenants by W.E.B. Griffin, a Brotherhood of War novel series. I really enjoyed that. Um, it was a fictional careers of army officers in the Second World War onward mm. into Korea. And it starts when the all theaters of the war, North Africa, Europe, and such. And it just tells this great story. And they go on from like the lieutenants, the captains, the majors, the generals. Um, there's like, it's six books. Interesting. It's I liked them a lot. I mean, those are great pulp books. Uh as for Western, I mean as for Western novels, my favorite Charles Dickens book is actually The Mystery of Edwin Drood, because it was a mystery. And it was also like a really nice period piece that never finished. Maybe I like it so much because it, it it's left unfinished because he died.
1: Didn't Norman Mailer write a Western novel?
0: Norman Mailer? I think so.
1: Uh
0: um, he's I'm sure he's wrote some westerns. Um, oh, I'm
1: trying to think of like, I'm trying to think of. He also exactly wrote um, Marilyn Monroe's biography. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he wrote oh. The Naked and the Dead. The Naked and the Dead. There you go. Yeah. I think I read a bit of it back in the day. Yeah. Um, Or one of his, you know. I know there's like more poetic and theory cell versions of Western novels, but I, I just, I'm not that much of a lit cell. I'm not that much of a lit head. I should be, but I'm not. I'm more of a visual art person. Oh, Remington's one of my favorite Western painters. There you go. Uh, But no, I should, I should read a good Western novel.
0: But yeah, I mean, good military pulp. I would always recommend the, the brotherhood of war series. Uh, As for like pulp sci-fi. I also really like uh, Robert Butner's the orphan series. Cause it just, it's a more realistic version of what the war of starship troopers would look like with like present day technology, Mm. uh, which is thoroughly enjoyable. Um, but we're gonna keep scrolling. Uh, John Carter for 4.99 says, "Great stream as always." Well, thank you, good sir. Thank and we'll you. We always appreciate your support. Be sure to support Geo next week. Go oh, yeah. in the dark for five dollars. Says FBI watch
1: list, more like government provided subscribers. Five <laughs> so dollars. So yeah. so Look, Mister Patchouli wants demands that I say the PPP five dollars. Uh, yeah, let's go ahead. Uh, Spasticus Autisticus for ten pounds says the prolific
0: shit poster named Sneed. He mines coal with incredible speed. With his pick and his hat, he digs deep where it's at until all of his mutual's eyes bleed.
1: Oh, that's a good one. That was for worth ten ten, that was worth the ten pounds. That was worth that was, ten dollars. That was well done. Ten pounds? Yeah. Ten pounds doesn't have the same ring to it.
0: I know. Ten dollars mm-hmm. does. But yeah, I mean, um, It was like, I also said this earlier today on Twitter. It's like, so what do you do for a living? Well, I work in advertising. I'm somewhat of an ideas guy. The therapist writes theory cell on the notepad. Oh my God. Glow in the dark, you
1: bastard. Another one.
0: All right. Anyways,
1: we're going to, I love love FMK, by the way. I love playing FMK. Mr.
0: Patchouli for five pounds. five
1: dollars.
0: Love you guys. Digital Archipelago forever. Watch Irreversible and meet the feebles. I can't stop posting despite trying to. To do this without attracting attention oh, i assume
1: you're at work um yeah don't go don't get in <laughs> trouble um mr patrick where do you work by the way What what's your job description <laughs> are, are you a theory cell? are you an ideas guy at work <laughs> yeah you, you can you imagine if he works at like a, an incredibly cancelable job he's like <laughs> listening to oh us? god oh. Imagine.
0: um but we should one of these days we will watch those movies and review them I promise. yeah
1: meet the feebles what's that about i don't know i'm gonna go look that up right A now boot. before us meet i see the canadians coming out Two, 1989 film
0: new zealand puppet musical black comedy film <laughs> directed by peter jackson nice what the fuck is this okay oh uh, 97 we might just watch this just by based off yeah the, based yeah. off of the, <laughs> the, the, the picture alone i just pulled up here Mr. Oh Pat-
1: Look at it your friend, Mr. Patchouli's a front desk guy at a woman
0: show. <laughs> 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 yeah, don't mind us um, talking about um, Don Lemon, then. Uh, oh, FMK, oh, Gio, Scotty, Nicolol, and Niana Yan cosplay.
1: Who the fuck is Niana Yan? Is that the um, Never Miss Girl or whatever? Oh, is that the Never Miss one? I guess so. I'm yeah, going to yeah, go yeah, with that. Yeah, she's one. Yeah, yeah, okay. she's that. Hit or miss, yeah, yeah, da, yeah. I uh, oh man, <laughs> this is brutal. Okay, I guess I should go. I first, just
0: saw but- and Autisticus later comment saying IA has a higher body count
1: than some Serbian war criminals. <laughs> 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 oh, that's so brutal. Um, okay, listen, kill Nyanayan, even though she was the right wing version of Nekololo, but. I like Latinas. I like them with a bit of chub. So, I'm going to F Nicololo and just to fucking spite Mexico, I'm going to marry Gio Scotti just to say a huge fuck you to <laughs> Mexico. I'm going to pick Gio Scotti to marry. So there you go. Um, I'm, Look I Look at
0: Spasticus, kiss up subbed. <laughs> I will I will probably take a very similar line. I guess we'll kill Niana Yan cosplay. Yeah. I don't want to deal with someone hitting the wall already. So I guess we'll just screw Neckowol and then marry Geo Scotty because the other pictures on her Instagram don't look that bad.
1: Yeah. Plus, she, she seems young. Yeah
0: um marcos 588 for australian 799 hilarious show as always lads you bring yeah, on yeah. old mate furious for some mad bant sometime soon or please finish reviewing part three of ben oh yeah the we do
1: have to finish that we do need
0: to finish it i do yeah. actually have the parts that have been copyright struck still <laughs> saved look, look so i may just upload those
1: it's gonna block you again
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna upload those later yeah no you should upload honest, oh yeah.
1: jesus
0: h glow in the dark this one's
1: gonna be brutal bro this other one's gonna be brutal bro. oh
0: no this is super easy um, okay you one... go ahead then if it's so easy and oh, this one's easy you kill academic agent um, <laughs> screw star gone because that's what he hates when the alt-right tops him and then i guess <laughs> marry the distributors because we're you know both religious so we would never do anything with each other and we'd true do you'd be celibate
1: homosexuals like Andy Warhol exactly that was that easy thank you glow in the dark Um, I would probably marry distributist. Um, no, you know what? You married. I'm gonna go controversial. Um, are you gonna be the man that
0: steps up and marry Carl?
1: I would be the man. I would be the man that steps up and marry marries Carl. I wouldn't kill AA. I'd probably just have a fun time with one night stand with AA. And you know, I couldn't kill the distributor. See, this is so hard. This is so, you know, okay. I, I don't know. I, I, this is so hard, bro. This is because so, I'm trying to politic. That's why so I'm following hard. chat I'm now. To politic. Yeah. You know what? You know what? I, because he, he would be cool with me saying this, but. I, yeah, exactly. One night stand, ECW with AA, uh, <laughs> you motherfucker, John Card, I can't believe you. Um this okay, is what no, I when you <laughs> Look at it and I said, no! Oh my god, no. Um, no. I probably okay, okay. I probably have one night stand with AA. I marry Sargon. I'd have to kill distributors. Not. It's nothing against distributors, It's just like I hate I don't you know. people. I hate you people. I this hate is, you people. This is actually this is equal
0: to um. <laughs> all the times that you paid Geo money to, to tweet out. Say
1: stupid, shit. ridiculous, to tweet stupid, ridiculous uh, Geo
0: sells. Did we get too cocky? Yes. Yes, we did. We did.
1: We, did. we got totally How could cocky. it come to
0: this? Well, because we like money. Shut it, down, shut it down. Shut um, it down. Shut um, it down.
1: All right. Oh, my God. No, Mr. Pichu. Right, go back to work. Go back <laughs> to your wagey cagey, okay? Go back. Don't do this to us.
0: Um, well, I'm going to yeah. answer these. Just I'm not even going to make these entertaining um john carter fmk vocal distance hated christ james Lindsay. um
1: oh who's more annoying that deserves death in this oh, one well <laughs> let's see here okay. one would be a mitzvah
0: uh let's see then um, oh you
1: son of a bitch for calling you oh
0: you guys are awful by the way i'm not <laughs> actually the next time that these come through after the last after mr patchouli i'm not uh one's easy because one's the real woman in that one <laughs> oh well, that's true in that instance um i'm not entertaining these ever again by the way it's the only <laughs> stream that you will ever get these if you I pop can't up, they're, they're you pop up next question. thursday with it. these if you pop yeah. up next thursdays with these i'm not dignifying them with an answer
1: no but it's funny because he'd ask him on my when i do the streams but when you do it it's kind of Funny how, like, these are geo these are perverted questions. These are geo
0: questions, these
1: are not <laughs> yeah. prudentialist questions, these are not
0: prudent at all.
1: I should do solo streams again. Holy crap! You need to um, go back to
0: late back Saturdays. Good, yeah, I,
1: I do, man. I do. Um,
0: let's see here. No, but
1: then that would kind of be like a digital archipelago because then I'd stream once and then you'd stream, and so it'd be like a digital archipelago <laughs> on two widely
0: different subjects.
1: Um <laughs> But it'll be like, you get your toasted geo and then you get your dose of prude.
0: <laughs> so let's see here. Um, marry James Lindsay, cause he's not religious at all. So it really wouldn't matter. Yeah. Um, kill local distance. And I guess screw Hitler hated Christ
1: just cause that'd be kind of funny to say. Um, well, I, mean, I know he's a Christian, so I'd probably marry Hitler hated Christ. I mean, he's annoying whatever but he, i know he pisses a lot of people off but i never had a problem with the guy you know what i'm gonna marry him i cannot stand james Lindsay. i'd probably off him uh and probably i mean when i'd stand a local distance i mean if we take the film the believer into account with the the one <laughs> <laughs> he's probably you know so probably won't be too embarrassing uh um marry elizabeth warren oh, boy.
0: Delphine killed dylan mulvaney it's that simple i get the money i get a good time and one less brand ambassador <laughs> on earth
1: <laughs> yeah i'd probably off dylan um i that's a struggle though i mean elizabeth warren i'd probably marry elizabeth warren you know i'd probably i mean i don't know i don't got a problem with that and uh
0: it's called we do a little acceleration exactly
1: we we you know you'd have to like you know you'd have to you know what i, I think elizabeth warren isn't that bad she's not in term no and no i mean looks i mean like in terms of being evil or not in terms of evil politicians but i don't know would you marry belle delphine could no. you tame her prude no you know what i i'm gonna bite the bullet i'm gonna marry belle delphine i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm it, for the sake of, of these
0: getting clipped, I'm not going to answer the rest of these.
1: Oh, you got to, man. You got uh, to.
0: Fine, fine, fine,
1: fine, fine.
0: This is money you all paid for.
1: You know thing. what? No, I'm going to marry Elizabeth Warren because that's like that's the safe bet. She's be got a lot of money. Sense. I know she's old, but hey, what are you going to do? Well, uh, Belle Dolphine would be an amazing one-night stand, but you probably wouldn't want to marry her.
0: I have a feeling she's just a pillow princess and doesn't do anything. But yeah, but she's, got
1: a, she's got to be effed, though.
0: I don't. What kind of man? Do, never mind. I'm not. Yeah, good. I know. I um, don't even
1: answer that. You know the answer, Mr.
0: Patchouli, I'm not going to put this one on. On
1: what's but, Mr. Patchouli's?
0: I'll just put it on.
1: Oh, okay. Oh man, that's so hard. That's politic and hard
0: reading.
1: Um, I gotta get, marry Alex Jones, bro. You
0: can't marry Alex Jones. I don't want to be. I don't want his debt becoming community property. I don't want to owe the rest of the world debt. You know what? Uh, kill, kill Milo. Yeah,
1: because he's screw alex jones if it. his
0: you know times next to blair white or any consolation he's probably into that and then um mary ye
1: okay marrying yay would be pretty chaotic but probably mary Yee. i mean he's probably the only one with my- any money left in that group so
0: i'm purely thinking know. now in economical
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's why Wait. i said mary elizabeth
0: warren because cash because <laughs> you know congressional insider <laughs> training brings in hot money
1: yeah, I love how our fans are basically making us gay for pay right now. <laughs> like the real um,
0: spiritual fagotry is super <laughs> Look at yourselves, you weirds! You oh, oh, you're you gonna fierce. have to that the editing button, bro. No, I'm not. Mm. I'm not editing it. I'm just gonna make sure I love poor how we both agree humor. that we're gonna
1: get off that Milo's not worth it. <laughs> just <laughs> kill a man. Net yeah. negative. Um, yay yeah, would be pretty interesting because i probably could talk to yay about art and philosophy he's one of his favorite artists is james Tyrrell, so i probably could find myself in a good relationship with yay um okay two of these aren't even th- two of these aren't even women okay I shouldn't say what I'm going to say right now. I oh, shouldn't. I'm not going to give you an answer to the other two. The only one you marry is Lindsay Ellis. That's yeah, I'm marrying Lindsay Ellis. I, I despise and I hate Philosophy Tube. I think Philosophy Tube is like utter cancer. I, I think he's such a soft... She is, just for YouTube purposes, it is such a sophist. I despise Philosophy Tube. Going into the trash disposal. Um, But I, I think that for a one-night stand with ContraPoints, I mean... What are you going to do? ContraPoints, you know, to tell you the truth, I mean, ContraPoints is a propagandist, but the, I don't know, I, I kind of, maybe because of Matthew the Stout watches Contra's content, so I kind of had, like, a weird sympathy there. You know,
0: you're se- You're sending bread tubers our way. You should be asking these questions to Dave, who actually watches this shit. Not yeah. Us.
1: I kind of feel bad for ContraPoints in some ways. Um, Getting canceled, you know? Being canceled by the Beast in... Yeah. You sent two quid, Fishy?
0: I'm sorry. I'm, like, scrolling through to see if I can find it. Or did you send it on Entropy, Um, Fishy? Let me know. Yeah,
1: you should check in. No, there's one by, there's a few by Glow in the Dark again.
0: Okay, yeah. Uh, Glow in the Dark, I'm just scrolling through the chat here. Uh, Glow in the Dark for $2 saying it's fun to tease streamers. Oh, yeah. That's so true.
1: We dance like monkeys. Wait, we got gotten your entertainment out of
0: me, you spiritual queers.
1: (laughs) Uh, uh, prudes on his Lev arc, just insulting the audience. <laughs> hey, did you hear about Crumpler? He wrote about Lev. No, I didn't. Yeah, Verse talked about. It. He's like, I guarantee we wrote about Lev, and Lev asked Crumpler about goon caves. And if he goons to Anna Kachayan,
0: listen, buddy. I literally had someone just only explain that term to me last night.
1: <laughs> oh, you didn't know what goon caves meant? I, I no, I didn't. How long have you been with hanging? Out I do together? now. Oh my god.
0: Um, yes, glow in the dark, it kind of was. How will the digital archipelago ever recover? You'll find we'll out next week.
1: Recover.
0: You'll find out next week. <laughs> um, fishy Frenzy said... Oh, not entropy. Before yeah, John, Bartholomew! Oh,
1: you, yeah, he said that! Don't, don't tell you you've never gone to Red Scare! He actually <laughs> said that! To Crom- oh,
0: right before John Carter's. Okay, I'm looking oh. for Fishy frenzy's now. Oh, Fishy Friends. Yeah, it's. Yeah. I'm trying to find it. Oh, there it is. Yeah, I need. Oh, I need a digital archipelago on pulp fascism.
1: Oh, is that the Jonathan Bowden book?
0: I'm looking it up now. Pulp. Yeah, it's the
1: Jonathan Bowden book. Yeah. That could be a good one. Could review that. Yeah, right wing themes and comics. Um. Yeah, why not? We could bring Coin and Esk on for that one.
0: Yeah, right wing themes and comics, graphic novels, and popular literature. Yeah, that would be fun. Why not? This is where he talks a lot about Batman.
1: Yeah, we could probably bring Conan on for that one. Yeah, why not? That sounds like a great time. Maybe in like a month's time or so, we'll see. What, at the end of the month or so, we'll see what happens. But um, yeah, write it down. That's a good idea. Please yeah, no, I'm, I know. I'm literally am
0: pulling out my pen right now to write that down.
1: Yeah, oh please. my god, Mucktuck! what did you ask? Yeah,
0: don't look what that What the
1: up. fuck did you... You you really officially screwed yourself. Well, Bartholomew, What is the... a Goon
0: Cave? <laughs> oh, I'm just gonna let that happen. It's um, like asking
1: what Chris Jan is.
0: <clears throat> well, that has like a 70-some-odd-part documentary that you can <laughs> watch on your own volition and discover. I remember
1: Kaliak people used to raid Goon Cave servers on Discord. Good god. The Goon Cave is Okay. It's essentially oh, yeah. Continually... I wrote down
0: Meet the Feebles.
1: I wrote that shit down
0: because I saw the picture for it. Hilariously vile, offbeat mark as an offbeat Marvel. Yeah, uh, I can't. This is Peter Jackson's work. Let's go.
1: Oh, I've heard of Fee- Meet
0: the Feebles. Yeah, it's a Jim Henson esque puppets and a perverse comic satire. Okay. Um, I'm reading the. Uh, oh God, I think I watched this when I was like a little kid. I don't think you watched this at all as a little kid. If I'm reading the plot description on wikipedia
1: oh man i remember this somehow it released in 1990 whoa oh my gosh um yeah
0: 1989 new zealand puppet black music musical black comedy okay i mean we'll probably watch it at some point um that, I'm, I'm writing that down as well that's crazy bro so yeah um <clears throat> okay well I might be live. I might squeeze in time for it. Um, but uh, so ne- I will be on. Or McIntyre for sure on Monday. We already set the time for it. Uh, next week, my very other spicy book review goes on Odyssey. Uh, it's accessible to patrons on Subscribestar now, and we'll be we were covering Marie Friedman's "What Went Wrong." Uh, the Creation and Collapse, the Black Jewish Alliance, Dimes from Blood Satellite joined me. So you've got that going on. And then I will have a new Substack post out tomorrow. We will be live this Saturday afternoon. But I will hopefully be relatively offline. I'll have stuff that are, you know, scheduled to come out in a video that was scheduled to come out. But I will relatively be totally offline outside of email uh, for Holy Week. So um, you all get Easter this weekend. I know for those on the Western calendar, uh, Pascha is next week for us and Palm Sunday for us this weekend. But yeah, I, I plan to be off for sure. But yeah, no spoilers. Okay, well, Mr. Petrulli, I will not read the Wikipedia page anymore. And then, yeah, I've got some more great stuff lined up coming for you all very soon. Um, and I think Geo is also, you've shilled, right? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> um, and then, yes, there's Tomorrow's also- content- <laughs> yeah. There's also the, the the U.S. event that is scheduled in June. Um, the Silding's event, the Nashville conference as well. Tickets are available if you are interested, by all means, that you will want to, to go forward with that. Um, I have already purchased my ticket. I have sent in my applications to speak. Um, so I will see some of you all there. Uh, some of my patrons will be there. Some friends and supporters of the show have already said that they're coming there. So by all means, check out the Silding's guys for the Nashville conference. Highly recommend it. Um, yes, it is scheduled during the apostles fast. I'm not happy with that, but I'll live. Um, but yes, the, the Nashville event. Yeah. So it'll be very good. So new Substack out tomorrow. I will be live this Saturday. A video is scheduled to come out this coming week. I think, I will make time to be live with Geo on Thursday. So Gio can also enjoy this crazy super chat stuff as well. Mm. And then I will be live on Oren McIntyre on Monday. Outside of that, I will be out of commission next weekend uh, for Pasca for obvious reasons. And yeah, that's what I've got going on. And, um, and I have a new piece on the old glory club that got quite a bit of attention called bleeding transis So you should all read. Whoa.
1: That.
0: Yeah. But yeah, that's what I've got going on. Um, And by all means, tune in later tonight to Oren McIntyre with Astral and Lomez. And you get to see our good friends on there for the first time. Lomez has been on before, but this will be Astral's first appearance with Oren. And we treat it like a cable news sort of production because Oren's reach on the Blaze is pretty extensive, not just on YouTube, but their website, all the podcasting platforms. So, yeah, it'll be a good time. We will mog Geo. Don't worry. Well, I look forward to it. It's only appropriate that what you've done to me, you do to him.
1: Oh, boy.
0: But yeah, um, so I guess we'll see you all next Thursday live. Yeah. Wait, are we going live? Yeah, well, I'll make time. We'll be live that Thursday. All right. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, um, continue to support us both on Patreon and Subscribestar down in the links below in the description. Geo's got some great stuff lined up for you now. And Substack. So we're, we're all over the place. And... We'll take care and
1: see you all next time. God bless. Goodbye too. Sweet. See you gents.